0: Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at Babbel.com slash BlueWire. That's 60% off at Babbel.com slash BlueWire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash BlueWire. Rules
1: and restrictions apply. The LABR Labor 15 Team Mixed League drafts tonight. As we've done the last two years, Fred and I are going to live stream the whole draft. Hopefully you enjoy. Here on the RotoWire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Hey everybody! Welcome to the RotoWire Fantasy <laughs> Baseball Podcast. Jeff Erickson here with Fred Zinke. As always, our podcast is sponsored by FanTracks. Uh, I'm doing a Stratomatic League on Fantrax. I'm doing another league on Fantrax. The Tout Wars Draft and Hold is on Fantrax. Fred is doing that right now. We like Fantrax. That's, that's basically the takeaway from all that. We like you too. And thank you for spending some time with us tonight. As always, uh, chime in in the comments uh, when you uh, want to talk about one of the players we've drafted or didn't draft, as the case may be. You can see the draft. If you're live streaming with us, you can see the draft board. We're doing this draft on RT Sports, and we like their site too. Uh, Fred, how are you, my friend?
2: I'm good. Um, yeah, a little, a little less relaxed and a little more under the gun than I am usually on Tuesday nights. But um, yeah, but I'm pretty excited about this. So this is my first draft of the season, and that's unusual for me not to do some drafts before this one. So I'm pretty. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that'll be better or worse, but I, I don't think it's going to hurt me that much. I'm well prepared.
1: Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear. I'm drafting you, third. Yeah. You're drafting fourth in this draft. It was KDS this year. It wasn't randomly drawn. The Order to choose where we're drafting was randomly drawn, and Tim McLeod naturally still got first. Didn't matter, and he chose first. Uh, Dr. Roto got the second choice. He chose second. I had the third choice. I chose third. You had the sixth choice. Five and six were gone after I took the third spot. You decided to nestle right next to me at four. And we were talking before the show um, that both of us might have chosen another spot ha- after doing a little bit more prep and deciding, or maybe having done another draft and seeing what the what the picks are what would you have done differently?
2: Um, well, so when I settled on four, I don't know, often I'm just kind of like, when in doubt, just take the earliest pick. Cause you just never know. Like, I don't right. know who you're going to pick. I don't know. Right. Who's going to go second to Dr. Roto. Like, so you just don't know. So sometimes I've tried to get cute and be like, Oh, I don't want to pick four because I think there's a top three or something. And then the third, and then one of them falls to four. And I'm like, ah, I've gone for four. So I, so in that regard, like I, I don't hate picking four, so and with it being like a week out, I was like, "Well, I'll just take the earliest pick and figure it out then." But I will say that I don't know when I started uh, getting like into the nitty gritty of who I was going to take. I didn't feel like there was that much discrepancy between who I can take at four and who I could have taken at seven. And you and I have yep. talked about how we like being in the middle. Yeah. So it was more like I wasn't that enamored with picking fourth. The more I got into it, and then that means i'm not in the middle which whatever like it'll be fine i'm not on a wheel or something like that like it'll be fine but i don't know i i wouldn't have minded maybe just being in the middle i said that i took fourth more to be close to the two three turn and i i still think that may work out well for me i'm not sure but um yeah i i I think if i could do it again right now i probably would have picked seven
1: yeah i like seven or eight or nine i'll say if you want to take spencer strider And I think he's the only pitcher that goes relatively early. You might choose (laughs) to go a little bit more in the middle of the first round not take one of the first four or five picks.
2: Yeah, I just think from seven, like, you could take Strider. um, Freddie Freeman, you could take at seven. Um, Kyle Tucker sometimes falls to seven. I I wouldn't have minded just, like, sifting through those players and, you know, do a deep dive on each of them and pick the one that I want the most. I think those would have been – I guess I would have looked at Tatis, but – Right. I think I would have probably looked at Freeman, Tucker. Freeman and Tucker are like super solid. I know Todd Zola mm-hmm. has been like really pumping t- Tucker yep. uh, this draft season, and I, I can see it. Um, yeah, like you said, Str- Strider's his own strategy where he gives you like a totally different draft than most, than everybody else who picks around you. Like everyone else who picks right. around you is going to start with a hitter. So, but I don't think it's bad. Um, in In the end, I just got a little wary of Strider because of the two pitch mix. Like I'm just. I, I I don't know, like I, I think he could be awesome. I think he could get 300 strikeouts. I just wish he had a third pitch.
1: Well, it's funny you say that because he's messing around with one, but yeah, um, and I like seeing notes like that this time of year. Um, that yes, there are players that are Hunter Green's working on a new pitch too, and that kind of like that, that kind of says something to me. Like Strider's working on a curveball. Uh, you know he. He, he did say he was reluctant to label it as a true curveball, It was a modified version of his slider, perhaps. Uh, but, you know, hey, uh, we saw uh, last year was the year of the sweeper. You know, is was this the year of something else, or is this also the year of the sweeper?
2: I think, there, I think it could be another year of the sweeper. It could be a, a year of, right, of, like, taking the sweeper to another level. I think yeah. that could be the story this year. I don't know. There is a chance that Strider gets a useful third pitch. It doesn't even have to be a great third pitch. And then... Blows right. the off everybody else. Strikes out 300 batters, 290 batters. Maybe the third pitch doesn't actually, the more I think about it, doesn't really boost his strikeouts. Maybe it's not a big strikeout pitch, but it just keeps hitters off balance. It limits scoring against him. I don't know. Helps his whip. I don't know. We'll see. Like, helps him the third time through the order. That was the big thing the more I dove in on Strider. Like, really good the first time through the order. Pretty good second time through the order. Not as good the third time through the order. Um, you wonder how much the two pitches... Well, you don't wonder. I think the two pitches... Um, maybe hinders them the more batters get to see him, yeah. Yeah, Matt Lane uh, says you're
1: the splitter, by the way. Um, and it might be yeah, true that's yeah, 100 green yeah. pitch that right now. I've seen so. that,
2: I've seen that from other people too, saying this could be the year of the splitter for sure. Yeah, so, yeah. um, but anyways, if he had more of a normal pitch mix, I think he's totally in this environment worth a top five pick. And, mm-hmm. and if someone wanted to take him there, I wouldn't really argue with them. I looked at it. Yeah,
1: Stephen uh, Kitchell asks: Is there any extra injury worry with having a new breaking ball?
3: I think it's yep. a very concern.
2: Yep, for sure. Yep, but there's just so much injury worry with pitchers again, right? Like with any, yeah. like with any pitcher. I mean, Strider's been really durable so far. I mean, he hasn't been that long, but he's been durable so far. But you just—that's part of the, That's part of it with taking a pitcher in the first round. It's also part of it. With which doesn't get talked about enough, with taking a pitcher in the first round on February 20th, because you're not only buying the injury risk of 32 ish regular season starts, you're buying the risk of all of his spring training work as well. Mm-hmm. Like, like, there's a greater chance that Strider gets injured during spring training than a hitter, right? So, or any, or right, like pitchers are more or, or gets a serious injury, right? We just saw Matt McLean's going to be out like a week. Um, yeah. it just it's just there's a greater chance that a pitcher could get a, a small injury that costs them a month and then they have to ramp up and then they miss all of April. So we're taking more risk with pitchers tonight because of the fact that the season uh, that the season doesn't start for a while.
1: Yep, absolutely. I, <laughs> I, I'm old enough to remember drafting Emilio Pagan as my my raise closer seeing him get traded to the Padres uh, where it was not the case. Yeah. Uh, on I also that the next day, JT real Muto hurt his hand in spring training. Now, granted, he ended up being okay. And I, I think I, is that the year I won? It might've been the year I still won. Um, but that's all. Uh, but uh question from, uh, in, in Trey, we trust about, uh, is labor still BA instead of on base percentage? Yes. It's still batting average. Uh, uh, Telltowers, Wars, on the other hand, is OBP and it's been OBP for a while. It's been OBP for like 10 years. Um, believe it or not. Uh it just it maybe I think some people didn't realize that, or maybe uh, you know, we we've added leagues. We do have an extra league in Telltowers Wars now, which has some alternate category leagues. We have <laughs> innings pitch instead of wins, and we have uh saves plus holds instead of saves, in the alt only in the alternate category league. But uh so we are trying to experiment in the Telltowers Wars environment a little bit there, so it's a little different. Um, but it's it's kind of fun. Uh, so we, we the McLean injury. I I'm bothered in two reasons. One, I'm a Reds fan. Two, I'm a McLean honk. Three, so it's more than a couple. It's a few reasons. Uh, three, I took him Sunday in the Scarf League where I took him at uh, pick 62. Uh, but most importantly, I'm worried because this is the same injury that knocked him out for a good chunk of time last year. It's sunk six months later and it's still a problem. Um, I did downgrade McLean's playing time by about 5% on our projections.
2: Yeah, I think that's fair at this point. So, and 5% at the point where he goes in the draft, like that is going to move him down mm-hmm. a round, right? Like it's going to move him down half a round to a round. Like 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 docking a guy in round 15 5% really doesn't move him that much. Yeah. Um but docking a guy who goes around the 4 or 5 turn 5% like that matters. Like that puts yeah. him down around
1: Absolutely. And you know, I, it might limit say, I might say, okay, well, I have some exposure here. Maybe I don't want to have them there. Although I think there's, that's a problem sometimes, especially if you're on a guy and and you're just denying yourself in a, in a league that might have a different amount of heft just because you have some exposure in an early. So I think there's, it's dangerous to do that sometimes.
2: My famous uh, Aaron Nola, Sandy Alcantara story where I took, uh, I had a bunch of Spencer Strider shares and I was like, Oh, I, I can't have too much Strider last year so i i ditched him for nola in a league and then i had nola so i was like well i got strider and nola i'll draft sandy in a league and we all know how that turned out i should have address strider and all of them so yep, exactly I, I think i shouldn't have bothered diversifying
1: right exactly exactly and that but then other times there's injuries and that that can be a problem um we're about to start i know we haven't started yet it's supposed to start right at the second i know the clocks are showing zero but trust me it hasn't started yet so don't don't worry about that flashing zero on Tim McCloud's annual <laughs> 1.1 pick.
2: I think that Tim should have to forfeit his pick. I think that it's, it's moved on now. And uh, that doesn't help me because I'm bad. I'm it actually doesn't third. really help you at all. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but uh, you know, it is, it's been a while since we've had like a consensus 1.1, like oh, yeah. n- n- not even close to, uh you know the amount of distance I mean there's been years that trout's been the obvious 1.1 but it's been by two or three dollars and my by, by my dollar values I have them as 13 dollars better than the next best player
2: yeah it's yeah it, it's massive like you can't even consider someone else uh this year like and I'm just and I'm doing you were talking about tout wars obP league I was looking at like my tout wars draft started today and like It's the same thing, even in title wars. Even if you switch it to OVP, where Juan Soto gains like a massive amount of steam and Judge gains a lot of steam, like Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Like Acuna is so far ahead, like even getting cute, like you just can't do it. You're just throwing away your chance to win, right? Right. By
1: yeah. And no surprise here, Tim did take Acuna number one. My personal number two is Julio Rodriguez. He went number two. Guess what? That means I'm on the clock. Yeah. So. My number three is your favorite player from last year, Bobby Witt Jr. Uh, I'm taking oh, him just now. Yeah. I didn't have him anywhere last year. I I don't feel like I'm trying to correct an error, but at the same time, I like him. Uh, I I'm 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 buying everything he did, and I I honestly love getting the shortstop this early.
2: Yeah, getting a shortstop early is uh yeah is good. I took Corbin Carroll fourth. I think um I would have taken Witt like I think that was the right pick. Um, I think now that uh, the thing about Witt is like, you're right. I was down on Witt last year because the previous year, he wasn't that good of a player. Like an actual baseball player wasn't that good of a player, but Mm -hmm. um, he's changed that. Now he's actually, when he wasn't that good of a player, he was actually still really good in fantasy. And now that he's actually a good player, (laughs) then uh, that he's even better in fantasy. So I don't love that he's on the Royals, but I don't know. People are a little buzzy on the Royals offense. I don't really feel that as much as most people do, but, uh, but like I don't, he, the Royals had a, an abysmal offense last year, and he was awesome. Right, exactly. So,
1: and I think they know. tried to improve a little bit more on the pitching yeah. side than the hitting side. I still think that lineup five through nine is pretty bad. Maybe six through nine is pretty bad, but yeah. still, I like that they tried. Uh, Spencer Strider went at one point five, <laughs> and I honestly, I I t- I have him there too, but I haven't seen it happen that often, Me so either. I'm a little surprised.
2: Yeah, I agree. Uh, Derek Van Riper took him. Um, mm-hmm. I like I said going into it. Like I on my numbers, he comes out right neck and neck with Carroll, who I took with uh, Mookie Betts, who just went six with Freeman with Tucker. Like he's right in with all of them, and so if you want to go in that direction, like you could do that. And, th- and there's there's plenty of hitting the next couple rounds. Like Derek will now probably be able to settle in and take hitters with his next couple of picks. We'll see what he right. does. But um, the does anybody off, do pocket
1: I mean, aces anymore?
2: I think I think you could still see it.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I I don't it, see it that often, but no, I, it could it, you still can do it.
2: That's for this sure. This room used to be really hitter heavy. It's not yeah. really anymore. So it used to be really hitter heavy, but I feel, I don't think it is. I feel like it's pretty normal now. Yeah, yeah.
1: All right. So there was some concern that Alan Harrison wasn't in the room, but he just chimed in that he he was. Um, now we're concerned about whether Rudy made his pick, but yeah, I think he did. Kyle Tucker just, and I I know Kyle Tucker is a Rudy guy, so. Kyle Tucker goes 1.7. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like a really safe. I think Kyle Tucker is about as safe as a first round pick can get, right? Like he's right in his prime. The Astros have a really good lineup.
1: I think uh, if the clash were analyzing this draft, they'd say with Kyle Tucker, Rudy can't fail. So, Anyway, there, okay. there, there goes super eye roll there by Scott Jensen. said he's not even <laughs> listening. Um, but uh, yeah, and I don't blame him just because of that reason alone. But uh, there you go. Uh, Fernando Tatis. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't think it's that controversial to take him there. I mean, I, he wasn't worth it last year, but traditionally, you know, historically he had been before the suspension. I think he's going to, he could be, t- he could be the 1.2. I don't know about 1.1. 1. 1. He might I guess there's years where he could be the 1.1 still.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think I think there are. Um, I think he. could get, Yeah, I don't know if he could get back there. Maybe, maybe if Acuna took a step back, but yeah, he could. He can be right up there. He could be the 1.2, I guess, in this environment. Yep.
1: yep. So, so far, no real, yeah, no real curveballs. Yeah, no
2: real curveballs. Juan Soto goes tenth. Trey Turner eleventh. Some remark. I think Trey Turner's a really nice pick at that point I love Freddie Freeman this year again like I don't know how I know he's 34 but man just hitting second in between Betts and Otani is just awesome so I think he's a really safe pick he went ninth and this is where I was talking about how (coughs) I may have preferred to sit at seven we'll see what the second round brings to me but I could have sat at seven and picked Tucker or or Freeman or Tatis Um, yeah and then just been in the middle for runs the rest of the way
1: so I generally still love the middle eight, seven, nine. Um, yeah. But I think there's also a, an advantage. Not only is there an advantage in the first round, I think there's an advantage in the third round in terms of the talent available. So it kind of evens out after that. Me too. Uh, so that that's one thing I'd say. Question uh, in the chat. Albert Richards asked, do you draft differently in a roto head to head categories league versus a regular roto league? Good question and absolutely yes i do first of all you don't have to worry about where you you know i have to have this many stolen bases i have to have this many saves i think that's just a massive difference there Uh, um you you know what your point system says and maybe you have a league where you're required to have x number of relief pitchers i hate those by the way uh but they exist uh but other times it's really nice that you can say i don't (laughs) care who the closer is you know and there's something to be said for that i just want good pitchers period
2: yeah I mean, in a head and in a head to head categories league, it opens up it's much more appealing to consider punting a position or a stat and just saying, you know I'm not going to have a lot of speed or I'm not going to have a lot of saves or something like that. In a roto league, you can do it. I've done it a bunch of times with saves, but you put a lot of pressure on yourself. In a categories league in a head to head categories league, you can say i'm going I can win my head to heads even if I'm consistently losing in one of the spots.
1: Exactly, exactly. Um, I think that that could definitely work out pretty well. Um, and punting status, punting categories work out better. If you have an overall contest, obviously you can't punt. If in roto, it's harder to punt. Um, roto, you, I mean, you can roto cat roto head to head. You can. Uh, I think that's absolutely a strategy. Yeah. Um, uh, in fact, it's probably better to do that and uh, in, in that in, in that way. You know, or, or if it's starters, it's you know any particular category any punting category works pretty well. Uh, our punting strategy works pretty well, especially if you're the only one doing it. I think that's one of the other things. Um, you really have to pay attention. Like the rest of the league is the, if the rest of the league is inclined to do, uh, to not do a punting st- uh, style there, then it's going to probably not work out as well. Uh, but if the rest of the league is, well, then it works out pretty well. Um, we are at the end of the first round. Uh, so I, Before we move on and start talking about the second round and start talking about some of these other picks, quick note from our sponsor, Fantrax. Fantrax is the most customizable fantasy platform in the industry, offering the greatest fantasy experience for your dynasty, keeper, redraft, and best ball leagues. Are you coming from another service? Fantrax makes it easy. Fantrax can import any of your current leagues and customize if needed. Fantrax offers the most in depth player pool in the industry, including minor league players. Do you need a customizable commissioner service for your fantasy league? Fantrax offers more customization than any other platform waivers, categories, scoring system, schedule. Fantrax offers custom solutions for all that and more, and it's all free sign up for free today and be entered to win an official MLB signed Jersey from Vladimir Guerrero jr. Simply go to Fantrax.com slash and sign up today. That's F A N T R A X.com slash Fantrax, the home of fantasy sports. All right. Uh, that, uh, the big thanks to the fan tracks for sponsoring us as always. This uh, draft season, uh, we are three picks <laughs> into the second round. Let's recap what's happened so far 1.1 Ronald Acuna to Tim McLeod. Dr. Rota took Julio Rodriguez. I took Bobby Witt Jr. third. Uh, Fred took Corbin Carroll 1.4. DVR took Spencer Strider. That's Derek Van Riper took Spencer Strider 1.5. The only pitcher that went in the first round, by the way. Alan Harrison took Mookie Betts at 1.6. Alan is the defending champ of the Tout Wars draft and hold league, by the way, that Fred's in. Rudy Gamble took Kyle Tucker at 1.7. Fernando Tatis Jr. went 1.8 to Mike Podhorzer. Ryan Bloomfield took Freddie Freeman at 1.9. Ray Flowers took Juan Soto at 110. Scott Pianowski took Trey Turner at 111. Jose Ramirez 112 to Zach Steinhorn. Aaron Judge 113 to Mike Gianella from Baseball Prospectus. Jenny Butler making her debut in this league. She's from FTN Fantasy. Uh, She took Shohei Otani. And Jordan Alvarez finished off the first round with Paul Spore and Sleeper the Bus, and he followed up with Garrett Cole. Anything jump out to you uh, from those set of picks?
2: Uh, No, not really. Uh, Like you said, it was was pretty chalky. I did notice that at one point, a couple of them are, one of them still on the board, just to show how good the Braves' offense is. Not only did they have the 1-1, but as we were just getting started on the second round, there were three Braves at the top of our queue. Yeah. Uh, in a row. Uh, Riley Olson and Ozzie we were all at the top of the queue, just to show how good that offense is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it's crazy, and there's another one that goes in this round often as well. Uh, sometimes he went in the third, he goes in the third <laughs> round, but there'll be another Braves hitter coming up soon, too, which is pretty crazy.
2: Yeah, there goes Albies. So he went, so by the middle of the second round, we've got four Braves uh, already off the board.
1: It's the combination of the talent and the ballpark, too. It's crazy.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say mostly it's the talent. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Rockies would like to would like to uh, would like to say it's not the ballpark because they can't get anyone in any of these picks, and so. Well, yeah, the
1: Rockies are dumb though. So yeah, yeah then... that's
2: true. That's true. So Lindor just went. We were talking. I think that was before we went on the air. That you got him in the second last pick of round two um, in a in your most recent draft, but he went uh, the sixth pick of round two tonight.
1: Yep. Uh, just shows it can. Everybody. Oh, it,
2: there goes Michael Harris. So there you go. That five, was the other one I was referring to. Yeah, so. five Braves off the board, and we're just past. We just hit the midpoint of uh of round two.
1: So in the draft I did Sunday, I went hitter, hitter, hitter to start. I went uh and two. You know, I I took Lindor at two twenty nine, um, and I took Marcus Semyon at three two. Yeah. You know, this is not the same draft. This is a much hitter heavier draft i'm not gonna you know obviously i'm not gonna have lindor as a choice and in fact all the guys left in my queue i thought i did a full two rounds but it's not quite a full two rounds i only have pitchers left in my queue which is really okay. i only have three players left though so for what it's worth i have other players other hitters i like but if you want to get certain types of hitters they're they're drying up pretty fast like I, I could still take center, right and i i might fred um you well if you don't I'll have two bites of the apple after you take it. So, after you choose. So, but like if you don't take a power speed guy, they start to dry up a little quickie, a little quick more quickly. And then you have to start thinking about, okay, where am I going to get speed? Where am I going to get the power later? That's why I don't mind going three hitters to start.
2: There goes Ellie De La Cruz. And then just for fun, Derek Van Riper took Corbin Burns. He has not only gone pocket aces, but he has taken the two aces that probably a lot of people would put one and two. Like yeah, I take Cole. I
1: at. have Cole over Burns, but I get it.
2: Yeah. I have them very, very, very uh close. So yeah, and Ellie de la Cruz went. So, anyways, I'm gonna go ahead and draft Pete Alonzo, okay. um, who is kind of who I wanted as my Corbin Cal- Carroll right running mate. Your so Carroll gets me my fifty steals, Alonzo gets me my forty homers.
3: Right. I would have right.
2: taken Burns if if Derek had left him. So if you're listening, Derek, boo. Derek.
1: And so now I'm all I'm all about like, I've got my compromise choices. There's not like one particular player like, oh, I got to have here. Um,
2: would you have taken Alonzo?
1: I would have taken Alonzo. <laughs> yes. Um, so that's a little unfortunate. He's got um, his
2: words. Like, we'll see what the batting average is. But yeah. Yeah. But he fits. He fits on this turn. Like, I got a 50 steel guy. You got a 50 steel guy. Alonzo fits with those guys.
1: I'm going to go innings. I'm going to go pitcher here. Okay. Um. And I am going to take the. I, I'm going to take Zach Wheeler with this pick. Yeah. Um, I
2: figured. I figured once I took Alonzo that I am unlikely to. We'll see if I come out of this term of the pitcher. Now I don't know. Maybe yeah. we'll see.
1: Yep. Well, uh, the, I'll tell you uh, there were pitchers that a little surprised me. Someone flag planted George Kirby in our scarf draft. Uh, I saw went, that. Like middle around two. Yep and he probably wouldn't have come back uh, or maybe he wouldn't have come back, but I'm going a little different in this draft than I did the other day. We'll see. Um, I think there are options for me for this, that my next pick I include a couple of hitters, couple of pitchers. We'll see what, see what the, uh, the draft brings to me.
2: Yeah. So anyways, as I was saying um, while we're waiting for the turn to go around, I do think that this is where like I took Alonzo. You said you would have taken Alonzo. He just fits really well on the turn because there's, Yep. So many speed, so many steals in those top few picks. So, if you started with Acuna, Rodriguez, Witt, or Carroll, taking someone who gets all a very few of their fantasy, very little of their fantasy value through steals, with your next pick just seems to make sense.
1: And there goes another George Kirby partisan. There's there. a
2: George Kirby, yeah, right on the turn.
1: So that's two in a row where I've seen Kirby go before Luis Castillo, and I kind of have him the opposite order. For what it's worth, ah, dag right. nabbit, Luis wrote Robert. That's who point? I was gonna take. Uh, you weren't gonna get him, so ah,
2: oh, that's who you were gonna take. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm gonna go with back with my old comfortable shoe and go with Marcus Semyon because one of these years I'm gonna be wrong, but taking them there, but it hasn't happened yet.
2: Well, I'm gonna go with one of my comfortable shoes, I'm pretty sure. Just one sec here. Double check my list.
1: See, I picked fast so that you'd have to panic here so a little. That bit. I'd have it's... to
2: panic? No, I'm not that panicky. No. Um, I probably should take a picture, but I just really don't want to. So, I'm going to take one of, like I said, one of my comfortable shoes, and that is, um, Jose Altuve. Yeah. I could use a little batting average because Carol and uh, and Alonso, like they're like Carol's fine, Alonso, yeah, but Altuve, I could use a little more batting average. Yeah. I know Altuva's getting a little long in the tooth, but he's still really good.
1: Yeah. Unless he falls to like the back, like to the seventh round, I'm not going to take McLean like I did the other one after tying right. in second yeah. and short. I think that's right. one thing that's going to be different this year. And this draft, I should say. Yeah. Uh, but
2: so yeah. you were going to take Luis Robert? Is that the deal? Yeah. he was available. Yeah. Yeah, so was I. So I actually thought I would so if Alonzo was gone, I might have taken Luis Robert in the second. It would have been him or Wheeler. Yeah. And then uh but I thought maybe I, I've looked at Robert's adp and getting ready for this draft and it's like right around where we pick like 34 35 so uh, right. there goes Vlad Guerrero um so let me at, ask you this yeah go ahead
1: top guy at left in the queue right now is Corey Seeger he, he's returning from uh the surgery the hernia surgery um yeah. how far does he have to fall before you consider him I, know I, I no be pretty, I'd him. be
2: pretty close now i okay. I thought about it. Instead okay. of Altuve, I like just what's left on my list. He's like second or third left on okay. my list. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Since none of them are going to get back to us, I kind of have him and Adelis Garcia uh, tops with with what's left on my list. So I could like if he was healthy, I, well, if he was healthy, he wouldn't have made it to me anyways. But uh, he could be ready for opening day. It's just with Seager, like he's already hurt, and man, he gets. Hurt. I know he's really great last year, but he gets hurt a fair amount throughout his career.
1: He was a top 20 player despite playing 119 games last year, but he yeah. also hit 337. That's he not going to awesome. continue. Awesome. right?
2: Yeah. 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 There goes Luis Castillo in the middle around six or around mm-hmm. three, I should say. It'd be interesting to see how pitchers go from here. Your scarf league, I commented to you when we were messaging, like got really pitcher heavy starting right about now, but a lot of it was relief pitcher heavy. So I don't see this room going in that direction.
1: Yeah, uh, the first closer went at three one in that draft, yeah. and closers went. There were thirteen closers in the first six rounds. That will, I, I don't. I predict that won't be the case. Keep in mind, there's no overall component. <coughs> take, so yep. punting yep. strategies are a lot more viable here, um, and that, that's one of the things. Okay, CJ Abrams just went at that's, three. That's 7. interesting. Yeah, and that's great. a guy. I, I'll be honest. I don't know what he's going to do this year. I don't know if he's going to be worth it, but it's interesting to see him go like ahead of Bo Bichette, CJ Abrams. I mean, he's a stolen base, huge stolen base yep. guy, yep. but I, I'm, I'm noticing Abrams and Bichette overseer, which is interesting to me. I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong. I, I don't anticipate taking Abrams at that price, but it's not, you know, Rudy does Rudy. If there's anything, Rudy's really good at. It's running the numbers and he'll, yep. he'll, I, I don't doubt that he feels like he got a good price on that. And you know, if he steals, if he goes twenty fifty, which is certainly within his range of outcomes, Abrams is very much worth it at three point seven. So I just don't know. Yeah. I, I And just... it's not like
2: Rudy was like desperate for steals. Like he started his draft with Kyle Tucker and then Kevin Gosman, so he had one hitter and he was a thirty steal guy. Like it's not mm-hmm. like Rudy. You know what I mean? It's not like Rudy had started his draft with Freddie Freeman and uh, Pete Alonso or something, and it was like, oh, now I need my, yeah. my you know, I need a bunch of steals all at once. So he didn't have to go in that direction. So that's a real sign that like Rudy thinks that Abrams going to have a really good season.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Corey um, Seager still
2: sitting around. Maybe yeah. he'll come all the way back. He won't come all the way back. No, say he won't he'll come, come all the way, way, way around. Um, there he goes. Right there he, away. Yeah. So. And I think that's fair. Yeah. Like he's a, he's a, he's probably a one. If he's ready for opening day, he's probably about a one round. that just was acquired at a one round discount.
1: Yep. Uh, by the way, hopefully, you're, if you're doing the live stream, you can see the board here, um, and you can see that see all the picks that are coming in. If you if you're confused about uh, if whether you can see a certain pick or whatever, just let us know, and we'll do our best to try to show that. Uh, I, I'm bound by the width of my laptop, but uh, hopefully, you guys can see that all right there. Um, so I Adelise Garcia just went, and yeah, yeah there's no That's way he's really coming back, team. but. Yeah. It's still a nice pick. I uh, still like. I think a really nice
2: it. pick. Yeah, uh, Scott took him. So Scott's also started three hitters. I was just looking at what some of the teams took, how mm-hmm. some of the teams have started because we haven't been actually that pitcher heavy, and that's with Derek taking Strider and Burns. Like, like I don't have a pitcher. Um, Doctor Roto doesn't have a pitcher. Um, Correct. Mike Podhorzer doesn't have a pitcher. Scott doesn't have a pitcher. Ray Flowers doesn't have a pitcher. So oh, there goes Devin Williams. So Zach Steinhorn just and
1: this is normal and that that the if you're in a nfbc mindset then you come into a standalone league especially an industry league you're going to be surprised because you don't need the same threshold necessarily you're not competing against others and you're kind of like it's a game of chicken a little bit there um now you can get you can build a killer pitching staff doing that taking advantage. And Derek, you know, is off to an amazing start with that too. You just really have to be confident in spotting your bargains and the hitters later on. I mean, I think it's just a trade-off and what do you do better? Who do you spot yep. better? Yep. Um, and that, that might determine like your draft, your draft strategy a little bit.
2: The question for Derek that, you know, maybe he'll do this on a, a rates and barrels upcoming is he took Strider and then he took Burns. If he knew he was going to get Burns, Burns fell. Like Burns is ADP since he got traded to Baltimore is about six or seven picks ahead of where Derek got him. So Burns fell. If Derek knew that Burns was going to fall, would he have taken Strider? Or would he have taken Mookie Betts? Or some, or Kyle Tucker, etc. It's
1: a great question.
2: Uh, it's a great question. Like I said, I, I wouldn't be surprised if him and Eno discussed that on an upcoming uh, episode. Here comes our first closer run, though. We just had Devin Williams, and then after Freddie Peralta went, Edwin Diaz and Josh Hader. So...
1: I, for one, welcome the closer run. No, I'm fine with it. Yeah. I, I embrace it because I'm not going to participate in it yet. Yeah. Um, I, I don't mean, think I get something better anything. at a d- different position. Uh. Yeah. Would you have taken Corbett burns if he got to you at uh, the. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I, I I didn't have to dream it's... on that. So you're a pick away bummed. from getting him.
2: I was yeah. pretty bummed. I was one pick away. And because Derek had taken Strider and I was fine with Pete Alonso because that was kind of my Pete Alonzo was my hopeful pick. At that spot. So now that the picks have played out, I'm actually fine with picking fourth. If I if I got Carol and Alonzo, I was like, okay, that's what I was hoping for from fourth. Yeah. Um, I just didn't know in this group, which can be fairly hitter heavy, if I would get Alonzo, but Burns would have been I would have taken Burns. Oh, and here goes Paul Square double dipping on the three four turn on closers. here goes.
1: Oh my god, Paul. they're playing Derek We've Van got, Riper's music.
2: We've got the double dippers. So yeah. both teams on the... I think Jenny Butler was the other one. Took yes. Jenny took Edwin Diaz and Yohan Duran. Paul took Josh Hader, Emmanuel Class A. So there we go. Who I don't know how you want to rank them, but five closers are gone. I don't know if I can say the top five closers are gone, because that depends this year how you order them. I can see another closer, at least one. Honestly,
1: who... I think there's like 13 closers I yeah, like. Yeah, you can so. make a
2: case this other one's maybe better, but yeah. Um, anyways, a bunch of good closers are gone. We can say that.
1: Yep. Yep. So. Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um, I, 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 I I'm not uh, upset by this, but it is this, no. this concept, but, but it we're is on a serious
2: no, it, pitcher run right now. Here goes yeah. Aaron Nola. Peralta was in there. Logan Webb just went like, we've had pitchers for two, four, six, eight picks in a row.
1: What was your favorite acting role for Logan Webb? Was it uh, Todd in Breaking Bad, or did you like the guy in in, in Friday Night Lights better, or, or or in Game Night? He looks a lot like that actor. He um, does,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Logan Webb was someone you were interested in. If he had, was I right? If he oh heck yeah!
1: So but he so wouldn't have fallen to me. I, I he did fall to me in Scott. Uh, his
2: ADP is right around where we are.
1: Yeah, I got him his... at pick fifty nine the other day. So yeah, and yeah. I just love him because. Innings, innings, yeah. innings. Give me. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was, so Yoshi Yamamoto before. just, just went, just went Yeah. to, uh, and that was to Ray flowers. Uh, at pick 4.6, I'm sign me up. I'm on board with him about that range. If I'm yeah. taking a pitcher there, very, very comfortable taking him.
3: Yeah.
1: All right. That was, that was, that was not, that, that wasn't There's really, some- uh, Controversial at all? No. Um, so there you go.
2: No, I think that was. I'm I'm fine with him there too. I would say, I think he was my about third third maybe highest left third highest ranked pitcher. I still had left, but it's pretty close. Yeah. And uh yeah, we've seen we got a couple of pitchers who have fallen a little bit here. Zach Gallon's fallen a bit, but but I think I'm I'm finding a lot of Zach Gallon pushback actually. I've heard on some podcasts and recently oh. where some people are a little I'll, more wary of you. him. And so Glassnow goes, now just went there goes Tyler now. So now, he had uh he had fallen a bit. He's probably the most uh he's not the most. Ellie de la Cruz is the most controversial early round pick this year. And I think now second. Yeah. Like nobody can agree on Ellie, like what what to make of Ellie and where he should go. Right. And you know, you hear the people saying, come on, you can't use an early pick on a guy who might go to the minors at some point if he doesn't play well. And then uh but then there's obviously the potential for whatever 30 homers and 60 steals that's not going to happen but something like that um and i'd say glass now is the second most controversial early round pick like you could literally get 80 innings from him he's just so injury prone or on the dodgers although he's coming from the Rays, but on the dodgers he could be a really good pitcher who wins a ton of games
1: yeah that's right there goes
2: Zach gallon so there goes yeah. my very i needed him to get through a few more picks i didn't think he would really get to me he's usually a third round pick so right him i
1: had him highlighted player. too i highlighted a comment in the in the, the forum um those who are live streaming joe McHugh says in the rates and barrels discord uh, they're running that live apparently okay. dvr said to even consider glass now in the third round this is before glass now went by the way uh when this was posted so noteworthy <laughs> that it's uh you know there are some people that are all over it. Tyreek Scovell, he and the hundred yeah. mile an hour fastball just went right after Glass, after okay. Gallon and Glass now. So uh, kind of a run of pitchers I like. I'm glad I got the one pitcher I got then. Uh, I I feel like the fourth run, fourth round run has been more punitive than the run I had on Sunday, but uh, we'll see. I mean I, I'm trying to think who was available here that wasn't there, and I don't know if it is anyways. But how many innings do you have Tyler Glass now at?
2: I think 140 right now. So. I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's so hard to pick a spot for glass now. So yeah, like I said, right now, I think I have him at one forty.
1: Yeah. Boy, my cues just got, just got eviscerated um, as it always tends to do, but especially it's the, like, Oh boy, it's the fourth round of my queue got eviscerated. What am I going to do? Uh, I'll, I'll figure <laughs> yeah. it out.
2: Yeah. I'm sure there's someone who's decent that you could still get. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh,
1: Royce Lewis. Lewis just went dag nabbit. Were you oh. going to take him?
2: Yep. Uh, mm. probably. Oh, am I up? Oh, well, that's annoying yeah. um sorry sorry it's sucks when the guy you wanted yeah gets taken right before you pick dvr
1: shake that fist against him darn yeah. you dvr
2: yeah um mm. uh so basically i was going to take royce lewis or a pitcher um Think. Oops, that's definitely not who I wanted. Oops, I'm really messing up my thing right now. So I didn't really, I wasn't going to take an early closer, but I have Camillo Duvall better than what's left at closer. So okay. I kind of went off my board and took him. Like after that big closer run, I don't mind getting one of what's left.
1: Yeah. Well, I think he probably stands out among those that are left. And yet I'm still. Yeah, I'm gonna probably... I maybe
2: should have still. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I could have still waited and not yeah. taken one, but I don't know. I didn't really like. Yeah, I liked him better than what what else was left. So I'll get one closer. Yeah, not well, super excited about that
1: pick. I mean, I'm not super excited here either. I mean, this is the downside to picking where we're picking.
2: I um, would have been super excited about Royce Lewis. DVR is really messy. So he stole my Corbin Burns, and now he stole my Royce Lewis. So
1: well, I'm going to go another bold and boring guy in Framber Valdez. Okay. Um, and now, so I've got two starters and here goes another one in Logan Gilbert right after that. Um,
2: yeah. There's a boring, I don't think I just... Logan Gilbert can be boring yet. He's too young, but I was yeah. just rode up. I think it comes out tomorrow. The consistency guys, like the, the steady safest guys at each position. And he was my pitcher, him and Garrett Cole were my pitchers. Yeah. Um, Garrett Cole is consistently awesome and Logan Gilbert has been almost the exact same pitcher for th- all three years of his career. Just consistently good.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I'm so, uh, just, just kind of cruising along. Not, not really loving this yet.
2: Uh, I got to be I, honest. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'd say I'm okay with it.
1: Yeah. Josh Lowe would have been kind of a target here. He just went at 5.1. Zach Eflin goes, get your guy, get your guy. Um,
2: Josh Lowe is, yeah, is, I did not have him ranked near where, where he went. Oh, there goes Zach Eflin. Yeah. So as, as, I like the Zach Eflin pick, actually. He was in yeah. my queue. He wasn't at the top of it, but he was in my queue. You Why don't
1: you team. like Josh Lowe there?
2: I, I, I don't know. Maybe I need to give him more credit, actually, after one, one breakout season. Yeah. Well, you're up. What are you thinking?
1: Yeah. Probably good. a hitter. I'm thinking a hitter. Oh. All right, I am going to go with a guy that kind of had a bad year. Loki had a bad year last year. I think he bounces back a little bit. I'm taking Paul Goldschmidt.
2: Oh, that's really fun. I like that. Yeah. So actually, you know what? I don't mind taking Camilo Duvall now because the guy I was going to take was Grayson Rodriguez instead, and I ended up getting them both.
1: Well, there you go.
2: So there you go. So it, it, everything's I, coming I, up I, zinky right now. I taken to trying to say. If I if I didn't take the ball, I would have taken Rodriguez and then maybe taken the ball on the other side of the turn. Yeah. So
1: I'm kind of regretting the Framber pick. I mean, I, as much as I can, I mean, one can, but I just, I, I you know, it's, I it's had Framber
2: in a cluster of pitchers with Grayson Rodriguez and yep. Logan Gilbert and Afflin. and I had them all like in a group. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, then Derek is actually nailing this draft. Then he took Nico Horner, who was my highest ranked hitter left.
1: And that was my other choice was Nico Horner, I I, and I decided to get a little more power than than yeah. speed. That was my choice. I couldn't
2: even consider Horner when I had. This is the same as you, maybe. Like I didn't. I felt like as soon as I like in my pre-draft prep, once you're going to take Corbin Carroll or Bobby Witt, like a 50 steel guy, like are you really going to take Nico Horner, like a 40 steel guy, right? Like, with limited power, like I don't know. I just. I felt like I didn't need, cause I'm going to get, I'm going to get steals later. Like in some ways, I'm sure I know me, I'm going to get some steals. So, um, that's where my I other issue move.
1: is I already had a second baseman too. So, right. <laughs> yeah, I would have, now I did, that's okay. I did shortstop second baseman middle in the first five rounds on Sunday and it turned out yeah. fine, Yeah, but I, I want a little bit more flexibility here. Oh, Will Smith. Smith goes before Real Muto. Interesting.
2: Yeah, surprising. But I don't think mm. – <coughs> excuse me. I don't think crazy. I have them ranked pretty similar. Not
1: crazy. Them. I mean, that Dodger lineup's going to be hot fire.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And Real Muto has a lot of his value tied into his steals. And, you know, just if, if someone wanted to argue, I don't really want to draft a catcher who has a lot of value tied into steals. I would I would listen to that. Especially mm. a catcher who's past the midpoint of his career. Yeah. Has a lot of his value tied in steals. Like I would take Real Muto, but like I said, not by much. So yeah, uh,
1: I think th- I like a lot of catchers this year. Like I, I like a lot of closers this year. Right. Um, so I can't wait too long on each, but I can wait. Yeah, a little bit. Max Free just went and today. I just downgraded him a little bit. I didn't like where I had him ranked among pitchers. I didn't like how he finished the season injury wise, okay. Um, and I don't like he gives you fewer strikeouts than his peers.
2: Yep. I, between the low strikeouts and the, the injury, yeah. I So I actually, he was my next pitcher left. Okay. Um, but I wasn't super excited to take him. Like I know, so I kind of went through that group yesterday figuring that on the 4-5 turn I would take at least one starter. Um, and when I went through it and I looked at him, I was like, ah, I think I'd rather take Whatever, like uh, Valdez, Rodriguez, Afflin, like Mm -hmm. any of those guys who Webb, if he fell like those guys, I, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't. I kept him in the group, but he was at the back end of the group. I think he went in an appropriate spot, but I don't know. I don't feel great about him either.
1: By the way, Alan Harrison took two catchers. He took Rushman and Smith together. Okay. It is a two catcher league for people yeah. that are wondering about that. Yeah. Good point brought up though in the forum. No DH, bat uh, David Klum said no DH at bats for Will Smith this year. He's right of Yama, uh, because That's of Yamamoto because of Otani. Right. Now Otani, I think will get Ohtani, rested. I think yeah, I think, I think he, he's going to get a little bit of that. But does, we're not guaranteed that Will Smith will get those at bats though either. Could be Miguel okay. Vargas for all we know.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, maybe they let Will Smith catch a little more since he does have, is such a good hitter and they can't. Yeah. Put him at DH. Maybe they give him a few more starts behind the plate, but it is a good point. Nope, there goes Mike Trout. I was mm-hmm. waiting. He was at the top of the queue, the default queue, not my queue, the default queue for a while.
1: Yeah, uh, he was. He was, and I not really at the top of my queue either, but yeah.
2: It's it, hard you know, to know, argue. Not far, Mike not like
1: Trout. outrageously behind either, though.
2: <laughs> really, like pick 70. Like it's hard to argue with Mike Trout at pick 70. That being said, my projections have him. Lower than any of the other hitters who have been taken so far.
1: I have him at 85, I want to okay. say. Um, and granted, that's right. And uh, as I always talk about, if you have a
2: guy at 85, you can't take him till 105 because your list isn't going to match, you know what I mean? It matches the actual list. So, um, you're so you're really fully out on Trout this year. So am Dude. I. So I'm, I'm not
3: f- well, I'm not fully out. If you I think have be be at
2: 85, like, like, like I said, I think
1: like, there'll be leagues where he slips.
2: But for you, yeah, for you to get to the 85th player on your list, like I said, like we probably are past pick 100 for that to happen. So you'd have to yeah, you'd have to slip pretty far or you'd have to kind of compromise where you get to a point where, like you said, make, this time you went up pick 70, maybe he gets to pick 80. He's not the highest guy left on your list, but he's one of the higher guys. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to go for it, right? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll grab a share of trout. So yeah, actually, I did take problem.
1: them. In, I did oh, take them in uh, XFL in November, and I might have overpaid okay. now that I think about it. But yeah, we'll see. It is OBP in that league, so.
2: So it's some interesting guys now at the top it? of Maybe the not. remaining queue because we have free agents. Tony mm-hmm. Bellinger, Blake Snell are both in the top four. We have your injured player Matt McClain, and then we also have batting average sink Kyle Schwarber. So there's a really yep. interesting group in the top four. And two from, other
1: injury issues too with Chaz Chisholm and O'Neill yeah. Cruz not that yeah. far behind.
2: Yeah, they're uh, they're not that far behind. You're right. So and there goes Chisholm. So yeah, so we've got right. a really interesting mix here where like there's people out there who just can't, will not take Kyle Schwarber. There's yep. people out there who can't take Kyle Schwarber because they've already taken maybe a, a low batting average guy or a mediocre. Yep. I like. I don't think I could take him with Pete Alonso. Like, I, no, I, that's I a good that's point. Too, and I don't I, like. I don't have, I have all two, babe. I don't have a bunch of 300 hitters. I just don't think I like, I think there's people who just can't take them. There's yeah. people out there who will not take Bellinger or Snell because they're unsigned. Um, yeah. And then Matt McLean now with the minor injury, he should go, I think, before it gets back to us still, but we'll see.
1: Yeah. I reckon he will. Uh, Bobby Miller just goes. Just Miller, he's he's another one of those. I'm not sure what he does this year. Guy. Yeah. Me. He rates, he was like my third highest pitcher, uh, remaining when, when, it got, when he got taken. So, yeah. um, I have one guy that I'm like 60 points ahead of ADP on one pitcher. Um,
3: okay.
1: but can I take him? That's the question. Uh, cause I already have two starters, so we'll see. Oh, she, I, I could, I must, I must, <laughs> but, uh, probably won't take him in this, this turn if, uh, but we'll see. Um,
2: I have to say, I'm starting to not feel that great about my Camillo Duvall pick now, because nobody else has taken any closers since I took him.
1: No, you're right. You're right.
2: I was kind of thinking there would be another run somewhere. Maybe there will be. Maybe it'll be here in round six. Like, it won't be on the turn right here. You'll
1: you'll start it. You'll be the guy. You'll be that
2: guy. I already tried that. (laughs) It didn't work. Do it again.
1: Do it twice. (laughs) Get three of them. (laughs) Come on, Fred. You can do it.
2: We'll see. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll get another closer. We'll see. Yeah. If you guys are just going to leave them there, hey, I don't have to spend my fab dollars in this very difficult fab league for people like following. Why don't following you explain that like, real quick? Yeah, a hundred dollars fab, not a thousand, and everybody costs at least a dollar. So that's a tricky fab situation, just in the sense that like you can't have zero dollar bids. You kind of have to save five dollars for in my opinion you kind of have to save at least like five dollars for september just to make mm-hmm. sure you don't have a complete zero in one of your spots so um it's a tricky it's a tricky one so like if you're going to go and spend you know if an ellie de la cruz last year when he comes up if you're going to spend like 50 or 60 on him like that's a lot when there are no zero dollar bids and and when a one dollar bid is actually one percent of your budget not like it is in nfbc where it's one percent of one percent of wait mm-hmm. is that right no ten percent of one percent either way it's one of a thousand dollars that you have i can't do math and draft at the same time there goes blake snell mm-hmm. early in the third so that takes one of the free agents big name free agents off the board so bellinger is still sitting there um yeah and then so it's just how much faith do you have in scott boris that he can actually get right. these guys delivered
1: so going back to your Fab point, a lot of people like to get their closers locked up in this league because you don't want to spend more than a buck or two on speculative saves. Yep. Maybe you, if, if you know the guy's a closer, you go aggressively. But what if you know it and then he flops? Yep. Or You know, you can still trade, but you can't trade Fab dollars. Um, that, that's the thing that that makes it very difficult. And you know, you have to have, find a willing partner. You might have to overpay in the trade market. Um, you can thread that needle. It's worked. i I've, I've made it work before. I think you and I kind of made a couple of trades one year yep. um, where I fabbed a closer and traded them. If I, if I recall yeah, something like
2: that. Yeah.
1: I got Votto and then I traded Votto away um, later on and got, got timed it pretty well if I recall correctly. So it can happen, but it's yep. not easy. Last year I did not do that very well. So it can happen. Anyways, yeah.
2: uh, Perez. There's an yeah. interesting, the high upside guys. A lot of these high upside youngsters are, have now flown off the board. scooball has gone, right? Grayson Rodriguez gone. Um, Bobby Miller gone. Now Perez gone. It's a lot of these like really high upside young guys where it's a question of how many innings are you going to get from them?
1: Well, Ryan Bloomfield makes you happy because he just took Rizal Iglesias. So, the Start the run run secondary Ryan. closer run. Everybody
2: is... go get your closers. Yeah.
1: Um, do you want you know yeah, I I I I can't double tap closers like those guys did at the turn. I understand why you do it, and that's great. Um, I just think at three, four there's just so many other guys that you're giving up. Yeah, that I have a hard time doing that. Ah, William Contreras just went. That one. thinking about him i am disappointed on um i was definitely thinking about him so i thought he stood out among all the other catchers i i have him right up there with real muto uh right behind rushman i think i have Contreras as my number two catcher so um but again there are other catchers i like so but i was i I had
2: Contreras. not he was in my queue i wasn't really sure the order i was going to put these guys in but Mm he was in my queue so
1: yeah um you know, how much brother. do you
2: care Jeff about at this point about ADP or are you just getting your guys
1: In this league? I, not a whole lot because I think this is a different, my ADP source is usually NFPC, which is a different yeah. universe. Um, I, I don't trust the default queue on RT sports cause I haven't played in any other leagues there. So I don't know how they draft. I don't know if that includes point leagues. I don't know how it's built. Um, yeah. so the default queue to me is not helpful. There goes Cody Bellinger, by the way. Um, I, if you get, if you, and he went one pick before you. So you are on the clock. DVR said thinking. Cody Bellinger. If DVR, DVR. is rooting for him to sign back with the Cubs and not the Giants. That's, that's for sure.
2: DVR is killing me is what he's actually really doing. He's today.
1: killing all of us. Just There's a lot of people in that me. room. Um,
2: I'm going to take Jesus Lazardo. Okay. I feel like, I feel like if Grayson Rodriguez is your age, you kind of need a pretty good number two. Yeah. Need another pitcher. I get, I'm trying yeah. not to get.
1: Too for some on. reason. Oh, I know why. Um, I got to change that. In fact, I I don't have enough wins projected for Luzardo. That's why he gets dinged in my uh, projection based rankings. My pert, like my top 200 are round table rankings. I have them a lot higher. It's interesting how that goes. All right. Um, So I am up. I wanted, I always say, I want to wait till I get to the tier where it's either Paul Seawald or another closer. Well, guess what? I'm at that tier. So, i'll see Walt, come on down he is my closer number one
2: here comes the this turns closer run go there ahead guys
1: go. cheer it me. on cheer it on fred
2: go get your closers guys you gotta hurry up before they're all gone
1: so uh, i'll just i say might it. take I'll, one
2: i'll be honest if no one takes one on this turn i might just take another one
1: i, I might take another yeah you might you yeah, might take three i'm not
2: totally against that go ahead
1: try me um <laughs> Feeling i've lucky. Got, I've got three uh, players in my queue, and one of them is a closer. But I, I was debating Seawald versus Alexis Diaz. Where do you fall between the two?
2: Uh, I have Alexis Diaz higher, but like yeah. not by like a time.
1: I have them pretty close. Um, I think the concern was how, uh, how Diaz finished the year last year and the yeah. ballpark. Yeah. And the fact that the yeah. Reds kind of beefed up their bullpen a little bit behind him. Uh, yeah. now although emilio Pagan's already behind schedule so uh, whatever Right. um it's not like I, I I think that Pagan is a closer necessarily it's just that he's just another arm and David Bell's usage in the past was that Diaz could pitch anywhere um yeah. but he couldn't last year because the Reds bullpen was just not deep enough so Diaz got every single save opportunity it seemed like there yeah uh Tristan cases just went I like him I think yeah. that's a good pick um back to back Christian Walker and uh Tristan Case is back to back. So we're getting a couple of first basemen that I like.
3: Yeah,
1: there's and a few Someone finally took him. There Easily goes. the top remaining player on my board. I just didn't want to take the batting average.
2: Yeah. If you can there.
1: sustain the batting average crush, yeah. Hey, I mean, you're just Thanks getting a it. huge jump in power over everybody else. So I will take a Diaz here. It will either be Yiner or Alexis. <laughs> I will tell you that much. Um, exciting, yes, a very exciting stuff here. Um, I, I don't know, actually, I might not. I, I, I might take the again. other
2: one, yes, you, you might take a Diaz, and I may take the other Diaz,
1: yeah, you might do that. Uh, Tanner Scott just goes, so an, there is another, um, so there you go. Uh, as far as that goes, no, I'm gonna go Yainer Diaz here. Um, I wanted the catcher. Uh, I, there's certain he gets you some batting average. Um, there is obviously the lack of track record risk. Um, and what if he's terrible defensively? But, man, yeah. power and a- average from a, a catcher? Give me. I want that. Yeah. So now I'm calling your bluff.
2: Huh. Well, that's annoying because I thought about taking him.
1: Um... PJ asks, catcher is so deep, why bother right now? First of all, you need two of them in this league. I think that – just keep that in mind. I, yeah. It's not so deep that you want to get, like, catchers 15 and 19. I don't think you do. Uh, right. maybe in an auction league where you can control the price a little bit more, it, it's a little different, but in this one, uh, I think that, uh, it's important to, uh, get at least one guy there a little bit there. Interesting enough. I don't have any outfielders yet on this team. So, and it's not so deep. I want to get some outfielders at some point. Come on, Alexis Diaz. Is it? Up? are you taking them? You're up. Let's go. Done. You did it. We did it there.
2: Done. Now I have two closers. I don't really love this. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I I've got two good closers. We'll see where it goes from here. Um, yeah. I certainly paid for them.
1: And Helsley goes right after that, though. And here's the thing: I mean, you're you're cutting down the inventory for someone else. That kind of guarantees that anybody else that's you know afraid of missing out on the next tier, whether it's Fairbanks or Phillips or anything like that, yeah. they're going to have to seriously think about taking them. Uh, I think, I think these guys in the middle of the matter. draft
2: here. I think like like we've got now. The people on the ends have closers. Um, mm-hmm. I have two, but a lot of other people have one. Some have two. These it's the guys. If you look at the draft board, more in the middle of the draft who don't. So, if they want one, there's a few left. Yeah, Andres Munoz, Craig Kimbrell, some guys like that. Like you said, Fairbanks.
1: Yeah. P- Paul yeah. Sporer buys it. By the way, chiming in in the chat. I guess he's not streaming right now. So I like that. I like that he's here. Uh, welcome, Paul. Uh, doing the draft and chatting at the same time, love it. Uh, that's what you can
2: good. do when you're on the turn,
1: yes, exactly. Life is good on the turn. Um, yeah, that is one good thing. I mean, and I yeah. he even said on today's XM show, he likes being on the wheel like that. There goes Evan Phillips, kind of as, as the oracle foretold, not Ray Flowers, just a, an oracle foretold, not the oracle. Um, yeah. but uh, yeah, so there you go. Uh, that that's another one that uh, yeah. goes off there, and I like that, I like that indeed.
2: Yeah, I think this will, I think this will be it. Like, I don't think any real name closers are going to come back to us. They did go a little earlier than I thought. And I can't really complain about the closers going earlier than I thought when I was part of the problem.
1: Yeah. Took, yeah. I you <laughs> took, took two of them. You took two of them. I I them.
2: Of, yeah. So Let's I don't know. Going back if I, well, we'll see if I'll wish that I didn't, I might be okay yeah. with it.
1: Fred, Eric Halterman says, Fred, your former podcast partner, by the way, I'm surprised yep, you didn't you right. cut me after going with Eric, but, um, <laughs> Did you plan on going four straight pitchers after your triple hitter start? Uh
2: no. But I didn't wanna I think it's foolish to not factor in how important pitching is. Like I think you have to like we've learned that from the main mm-hmm. event from like for some of the best players. Like what just happened here? Fangraft's got their turn skipped. Then yeah. he said oh crap in the chat. I'll let Mike sort that out. Um
1: and it's been paused, so we're gonna fix yeah. that. Yeah.
2: Anyways, what I was gonna say is like, so I've taken now three hitters and four four pitchers, but obviously the three hitters I took, cause they were one, two, three are, if you're going to go by dollar values, like I'm still, I've still spent as much on hitting or more than I have on pitching. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, now I may lay off pitching for a while. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I think maybe through the middle rounds, just to try to accumulate a lot of hitters. Although there are still a couple pitchers that I kind of like, and I, I'm not against having like trying to have just a good pitching staff. Yeah. And go from there. Yeah. So there's still I got my eye on a couple pitchers. If they go, then I may back off pitching for a while.
1: Yeah. Um I, I can see that there. Um yeah. I've got four pitchers already. Two. No, three pitchers. I lied. Wheeler, Framber, Seawald. Um Yeah. I almost did the double closer, but I I kind of to my mind, I don't want to take two closers in the first ten rounds. Yeah. But I get it. Yeah. And especially because I don't have, there's not an overall component. I think that's the, the key thing is you can fab, you can trade. Yep. And you don't have to have, like, for the overall aspect, there's just this league. So if I'm doing better in other categories, that's fine.
2: Yeah. Like we discussed, I, I did factor in a little bit that in this league, it is harder to fab for, uh, mm-hmm. it is harder to fab for saves. Like you're going to have to, you can't just cycle one and $2 you know, relievers every week, like you can at NFBC and hope that eventually, you on know, one. dick you can, but you're going to end up wasting like 20 or 30% of your budget on yep. them. So um, yeah, hopefully these, hopefully the guys I take turn out and close all year or close most of the year or something. And then I'm near the top and saves. and I don't have to pay for that. This might allow me when some great prospect gets called up to just be the guy who goes all in on them. Right. Right. Right, because um, I don't have to save back money to pay for saves. So you also don't have to win saves. So I thought about it. I thought about it both ways. Like maybe I'll just maybe I'll end up in this league winning saves and then and that'd be great. And with the two picks. And it helps helps my well, hopefully helps my ratios. We'll see what Diaz, the walk rate and everything. And yeah. I've always been I felt pretty good about Alexis Diaz for this year. I know some people have tried to sway me the other way, but I'm kind of holding firm on that. Indeed. So and oh, and if you hadn't taken yander diaz that's what i was going to
1: take okay yandy I, diaz.
2: I wouldn't have minded getting like one good catcher who can hit for power and average
1: yeah by the way round nine is the diaz round because now yandy diaz or round seven excuse me yandy diaz yeah. just went as well um yeah. i was eyeballing him for the comeback but obviously it
2: wasn't anywhere close to coming yeah. back but, okay they're, yeah they're flying off the board he's only a first
1: baseman this year So just keep that in mind. You don't get third base eligibility with Yandy Diaz this year.
2: That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have him quite as high as as some other people do, but like pretty high, but not quite as high as some other people do.
1: Spencer Steer has been kind of a controversial guy uh, in draft circles on fantasy Twitter. Uh, He just went at pick 101. Scott Pianowski got him.
2: Yeah, I mean, between crowded roster, and I think there is some discrepancy. Some people feel like he's like for sure a good hitter, and then some people feel like he's maybe a good hitter. So I think there, yeah, they're between the crowded roster and then a little bit of dispute on his skill set. Yeah, he hasn't been super popular, but we've definitely hit a point where the talent has in that's left in the draft has really flatlined. Doesn't mean it's not good. It's just really flatlined. So -hmm. it's more like. Now it's more like pick your guy, pick your skill set, or pick the guy that you really like.
1: Yeah, for sure. And we're still not even a third of the way through the draft.
2: There goes Matt <laughs> McLean. So I did think before I took Alexis Diaz, that was the other pick I was thinking is yeah. maybe I take the discount on Matt McLean.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
3: I, um, I think that
2: might've been smart. Like he could be totally fine. It's spring training. He could be totally, it's early in spring training. Yeah. He could be totally fine. So that was the one I I thought about and, i don't know i didn't take the discount on matt McLean, but that one i might regret yeah exactly
1: um it's possible i i could regret it especially although i always have the belief of if it's a player on your favorite team and you don't get him, well at least he's breaking out for your favorite team yeah um, that's true. but if it's also the guy that you've ranked highly and then you're, and then you don't get him, it's kind of like uh, you don't get credit yeah. for that when he's si- when he's there yeah. beyond your rank and you still don't take him, and then sure. he goes off, you definitely don't get credit for it. Yeah. So but that is that is a good point. Yeah. I I I did run a little scared uh of that there. So without a doubt. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens here going after this. Here, Paul's on the clock. He just took Nolan Arenado uh to finish round seven, pick 105. Nolan Arenado. Kind of like end of a tier at third base, by the way. I mean, there. I think there's some other interesting guys, but like for instance, yeah. Josh Young, who just got a strained left calf at fielding yeah. ground balls. I mean, that pushes him down a little bit. Um, there are others that I like, um, but definitely uh, one of those guys who you probably have to push down a little bit.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, I haven't I haven't moved him in my rankings yet, but I need to do that. But yeah, I think after <coughs> after Renato and Young, or now maybe after Renato there's definitely a drop-off.
1: Yep. There is. I have others that I like, but uh, I'm going to wait a little now. Yeah. And then I just downgraded Camonero because the Rays signed Ahmed Rosario. Um, and yeah. it, it closes off shortstop. And, it, you know, just, it tightens everything up. Isak yeah. Peredes could play 30, could play second. We'll see. But it's just one less spot that we can have that make that work. So, I've I downgraded Camonero because he's probably going to get begin the year in the minors. I don't want a guy that's going to begin the year in the minors that in the first ten rounds. I just no. I can't, can't do it. Or even in the first fifteen.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, for sure. I think that um, I, I think Rosario actually is a, a neat fit for them. Probably a good fit for them. The fact that he can play in the outfield now, like that he's expanded from like like he with Cleveland he was more of a shortstop and then the Dodgers used him a it in the outfield. So. I can just picture him on Tampa just doing a lot, like playing a lot of positions in and out of the lineup plays at most days, but into the lineup, play, playing a bunch of positions wherever they need him. you know, can steal a base. Sometimes hits the odd home run. I don't know. I think he fits well for Tampa. In my opinion,
1: he does. He does. Uh, Rays
2: race, doing race things that are smart.
1: Yeah. Everyone's doubting them this year. I think Scott Jensen and I, I think we're talking on Sunday night. I think I, even made a bet on them on their total. Um, I still think they find a way, but yeah. in Rays, we trust
2: find a way to what make the playoffs,
1: find a way to beat that 83 and a half, at least maybe make right. the playoffs, right. but at least be, yeah, right. do better than expected. Yeah. Uh, that, that's kind of what I'm looking at there yeah. as far as that goes. What are you looking at coming up here since you're picking right before me?
2: I've got a couple of pitchers left that I like. Mm-hmm but I don't know. Eric was already talking about me taking f- how I took four pitchers in a row. Like, am I really willing to take five pitchers in a row? Uh Dare,
0: dare. You can do it.
2: I don't know. I don't know. It feels like a lot. It feels kind of aggressive, but yeah. Uh, anyway. So I, I thought about that, but I do like, I do need to get back to actually taking hitters. I don't know how long I can just pat myself you know. on the back for, <laughs> I don't know how long I can just pat myself on the back for, um, for taking Corbin Carroll, but I might need to get him some, some other hitters to play with. So
1: give him some friends.
2: Yeah. So he can't do it all. So I probably do need to start investing in some other hitters here at some point. I really wanted to get a catcher. I don't love the catchers that are left as far as like this round. I don't like, or this turn. I I don't really love them. Like if I just look at what's left, just in the queue, like at the top, like, I don't know. Sal Perez actually is, He's fine. He's kind of interesting. I don't know. I just, I just don't love them. Sean Murphy's playing times usually kind of capped. If I found out Sean Murphy was going to play way more than he used to, maybe I would be in.
1: What if I were to tell you there was a player last year that went 28 and 20, um, 20 and 28 uh, hit for average and all that last year and still slips out of the top 100. What would you say? 28 homers, 20 stolen bases last year. And he goes at pick one ten. Lane Thomas.
2: Yeah. I was just going to say what I would tell you is that a lot of people don't think Lane Thomas is very good. Right. He's a very yeah. good player. Um, do you agree with them or do you disagree with them?
1: I, I don't know. I I just don't know. I think he might be okay. Yeah. But I haven't landed him yet <coughs> either. So I'm not quite sure what to make out of that.
2: He was like not at the top of my list. He's maybe like six or seven hitters. in.
1: Okay. So the pitcher, I had 60 spots ahead of ADP. Uh, was
2: Tanner. Tanner Bybee. Right. Yeah, he, he was um, my one. He was my number one pitcher
1: left. And, but with a bullet for me, like not even close. And right. I got to say, I'm a little disappointed, but at the same time, I probably need another hitter. I don't know. We'll see. I'm at four and three right now. Ah, I don't know. I, I would have taken by if it would have gotten to me. Yeah. Um, Didn't come close. There goes Munoz starting to get to that. You know, the, the no, uh, OK, almost- I'll take them if they get to me sort of tier.
2: Yeah, I all I did consider Munoz ag- against Alexis Diaz. I think Munoz might be a better pitcher, um, yeah. but just the Mariners, like they've got a lot of good arms in that bullpen. Um, they could use Munoz to get every save, or they could come out at the start of the year and say, you know what I mean? Leverage, blah blah blah. We've got a lot of arms, and all of a sudden mm. Munoz gets twenty, twenty-two saves or something like that. So I felt like Diaz a little more of a closer pedigree.
1: Yep. Yep. Um, I am.
2: Yeah, I, I, I. Do more than me. Oh, let's see. I think. I think I know who I want. Um, let's see. Teoscar Hernandez just went. That's a pretty exciting pick now that he's on the Dodgers.
1: Counting stat wise. yep. Yeah. yeah. Have you noticed that Alan Harrison on Fantasy Fix always goes down to the zero to make his pick? And then he snipes me anyhow. <laughs> uh, he took Evan Carter. That, that, that kind of hit me where it hurts a little bit. Thought he was by far like my highest top-rated player still available. So, oh well, so it goes.
2: Well, let's see who Derek's going to steal on me this time.
1: Hmm. I have one player left in my queue. I should probably put more in. Nah, I'll wait. Yeah, Pete Fairbanks goes. It.
2: He did not oh. steal my the guy, then.
1: He did cure me from temptation. He did like rescue me from temptation because uh, I really don't need to take another closer here. I just thought Fairbanks was a value. I like the pick, I think it was a good player to take there. DVR is I rating actually- well in my draft software, by the way.
2: Oh, is it,
1: he? Is my projections. I, so? It,
2: I took someone super boring, but I think that's kind of what I need right now. Just yeah. like a, I took Catal Marte.
1: Yeah.
2: Just pretty boring, but usually hits for a high average. I get his about to eight or 10 steals. Yeah, I can see to, it. 20 to 30 homers. He's fine. Yeah.
1: Well, I got your super boring right here, pal. I am going to take Anthony Santander. That is super boring, but he that fits what I need. Boring. That is yeah. super boring. Need some power. Need some counting stats. Need that lineup. Give me. I, I need it. outfielders, period. Could probably use more speed at some point. He's not going to get me that, but won't hurt me in average. Yeah. All around. Fits yeah. That's what I needed. Old comfortable shoe, Dan Swanson, goes next. Another guy that is on the Jeff Erickson favored list. And one more pick at the end of this round while we're while we're waiting for the pick now's a good time as any to t- t- share that we are on the blue wire network. here are their ads.
0: We're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data
1: Thanks to those of you who are uh, streaming live with us, and are those who listen later on the download, uh, we are doing the labor mixed labor mixed league fifteen uh, team draft, uh, and we're finishing up the eighth round. And Dylan Cease just finished off that round for Tim McLeod. Uh Dylan Cease is a guy that slipped about four rounds, I would say. Uh, what, yeah. what you think? I think that's it. That feels about right. But what say you?
2: Just nobody wants to take Dylan Cease. I think after what happened last season. Yeah right everybody's everybody I think everybody's wary of him yeah like he just he could be a killer that's the problem with Dylan Cease like he could be good but he could also just like like last year like he could just totally kill your ratios
1: yeah that's right
2: so I think like I was looking at him and I was like I just I just don't know if I want to do this this Dylan Cease experiment
1: yeah I I I hear that Shane Bieber added velocity this offseason does it stick you buy, are you buying?
2: Um, I'm not against taking him. Wait, did he just go in our draft? He did. Okay, I'm not into taking him right now, but I'm not against <laughs> taking him.
3: Yeah, I Think didn't have Someone We him. trust, kind of. Uh, yeah, I didn't did have
2: it. him quite this high, and he's done it. Like, yeah, like he's had injury problems, but this is someone who, like, someone who's been very successful.
1: Yeah, yeah, he has. He has indeed. I'm going another hitter here. I'm going to go a little off the beaten path i think it is but uh, i don't know if he gets back to me either um and it's a little risky and that's anthony volpe i was talking about him on the pod on sunday i'm filled up my uh, middle there but that's okay I, I i wanted the guy that could go 2020 and i think he can do that
2: i like it that's exciting that's a fun pick
1: yeah, they get so a little red in my uh, b- projected batting average now. All of a sudden on the the, the draft software, though,
2: <laughs> there I'm is go a way off the board. Well, a little bit off the board with mm-hmm. my next pick. I take oh, Bailey over. Oh,
1: Bailey over for the Minnesota Twins.
2: I, I feel like people are just starting to get the feeling that Bailey over is undervalued. I think I heard yeah. Zola actually talking about him recently, him being undervalued in early drafts. Um, Here's the thing
1: about over. over. Here's the thing about over as. I love him and I like his, like his thing, his qualities, but the twins haven't convinced me that they love him yet. I mean, they yeah. chose Dallas Keuchel over him for about a month long stretch in August there. That is a choice. I'm not sure it's a good one, but it's a choice.
2: Yeah. I just look at their rotation and Chris Paddock's in it and Anthony DeSclafani's in it. So I just, yeah. and he's in it, Ober's in it. So I just feel like Ober, as long as he's pitching, like I think he will, He'll be safe, and he's a strikeout per inning guy. He's not a great, necessarily, ERA guy because he will give up some home runs, but he's because of the control skills, he's a really nice whip. At 107 last year, I think, 111 career. So, um, anyways, I, I think he... I, I like him, and his ADP had him making it back to me, all the mm-hmm. way back to me, but it was tight. Like, it had him making it just barely back to me, and I kind of looked at... He was my highest-ranked pitcher, left by a decent amount. So
1: fair. I mean, so I, I like, like him, you know and he, maybe he doesn't get back to you.
3: I think That's there's right. lots well, of old warnings out there. Yeah.
2: yeah, if you're gonna play ADP chicken with pick, my next pick was 146. I think his NFBC ADP was like 150. Like, yep. Right, like if like you can't play ADP chicken on that. Like, you either take him or you don't. Like, if, right. if you want him at that point, just take him.
3: Yeah, so, exactly right.
2: Anyways, I reached on him for sure. But based on the ADP, I reached on him. But you know what, Jeff? I'm not a slave to ADP.
1: Yeah. Um I Paul Spore said damn you to both of us, by the way. <laughs> both for Volpe and for Ober. So you know. There you go. He was the Volpe not pick, I think is back to you. I
2: think the Volpe pick is like really exciting. That's yeah. a really cool right? Like that's a really cool, fun, fun pick to make. Yep. Uh, we don't know how, like, I don't know if he'll be good or not, but I mean, is he going later than he went? For example, is he going later than he went last year?
1: Pulpé? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think
2: so. Yeah. So
1: he was going like a good amount. Yeah. Like I yeah. want to say he was going around like 60 to 70. Once it was clear that he made the team. Yeah. Um I yeah. think credit to the Yankees. They stuck with him all the way through. I think he's like the perfect, like post-type sleeper. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Players, yep. I won't draft for a thousand. By the way, Estuary Ruiz. I understand why people draft him. I'm yep. not, and it, it, there's a fit. If Mike Podhorzer had a bunch of power and no stolen bases, Ruiz is a perfect fit. I just don't like yeah. the guy. Yep. Not, yep.
2: Not yep. Mike, yeah,
1: not not Mike. By the way, I'm talking about the <laughs> Estuary Ruiz, and I don't yep. like dislike him as a person. Not a bad guy, but bad guy.
2: At but this point man. in the draft, you just, I think, to draft him, you have to have, be in a certain situation, right, with your roster. Right a very specific situation right where Mm -hmm. where you need that skill set and i
1: recall uh, right mike always likes himself some stolen bases too so i uh, agreed yes Uh, he's already i've got him projected for 147 already um you needed about 180 to get the 80th percentile in an fbc 15 team team like last year Uh, 160 just to get the 50th percentile that was like way above what it was two years ago yeah so you need a bunch of bags
2: Yeah. And, and Mike's going to probably blow past that. Yep. So, and then it's, we've, I mean, this has been talked about a lot in fantasy circles over the years, but you're also, you're tying unless, well, Mike's plan might be just to blow past it and maybe trade them later or something like that, but you're tying up. If you're not going to blow past it, then you're just tying up your steals in one guy. Yeah. Yeah. And that can be risky.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's we've never seen Billy Hamilton get benched. We've never seen uh, uh, Delano DeShields Jr. get benched. We've never seen Malik Smith get benched. Oh, wait, we've seen all of those
2: get benched. Yeah, yep. I don't like those guys.
1: (coughs) Do not like them in a boat. Do not like them in a moat. Do not like them at all.
2: Yeah, yeah. So you don't want to put your – I mean, now, I guess the one thing, if we were going to say something positive about him, is it's going to take a lot to get benched in Oakland
1: for sure <laughs> like it's bar. also going to take a lot to get counting stats in oakland
2: that's true yeah yeah but the bar you, the even bar if he the
1: hits 280 up. he may not score 80 runs yeah yeah that's true so that's why i just yeah it, but it does it, if you're looking strictly for stolen bases always <laughs> look for the bad teams yep yeah just remember like when the Orioles were super bad, you know they they didn't mind rostering a guy that couldn't his and, and if he and let and they had like the constant green light too, which is a beautiful thing.
2: Yeah, that's right. There goes Josh uh, Young.
1: Got a little yeah. bit of a discount on that.
2: Uh, Jordan Montgomery going is also interesting, right? Zach yep. Steinhorn grabbed him, hoping that he'll sign. Cole Regan's just went. Um, yeah.
1: People I were calling for that in the chat like three rounds ago
2: for Cole um, Regan's. Th-
1: yeah, because he's he's Nick uh, he's Nick Pollock's guy. Um, right,
2: I, I he was my highest pitcher left after I took over.
1: I, I would have thinking, taken him too. Yeah,
2: I did think about taking him over, over, um, and then trying over, to over. Make, like, yeah, and then trying Underdone? to hope that over would make it back to me, but that felt a little, maybe a little too. Well, then I was like, I don't think I have room to take both. Like, I do need to actually take some hitting. Yeah. So, anyway, so anyways, I think that was a good pick though. I, Cole Paul, pl- <laughs> Paul
1: Sorensen. is in a bad play. Paul is in a bad spot right now because he wanted my my Volpe. He wanted your uh, your pick in that round of of Ober, and he he yeah. wanted Reagan's. Yeah, uh, so and then he got Sunny Gray,
2: which is like fine, uh, and maybe Sunny Gray will be better. I would have taken Sunny Gray. Like so much more boring.
1: So much more boring, but I love him in St. Louis.
2: Yeah, he's good. Yeah,
1: uh, I, I and he got his battery mate, the the superb. Uh, pitch caller himself Wilson Contreras, so yeah. you know they can work together. That'd be nice. Yeah. Actually, I, I like I I really like Sunny. I like that Sunny Gray pick pick. That was a uh, pick one thirty five. I've got him about like one ten. Yeah, very happy. I'd be very happy with that.
2: Yeah. Oh, I think the Sunny Gray pick. Yeah, it was is a solid value. Yeah. Just just a little less exciting than someone like Cole Reagans
1: Yeah. Sometimes boring wins championships. So we, I could get that too. Uh, there, there is definitely a guy I want here. I am absolutely not going to tell you though, um, but uh, there, there, there are guys I like here in this spot. So um, three actually, but there's one guy I really want, but there's others I do like too. Uh, where do you think? Uh, how far does Kyle Bradish slip? By the way,
2: really far. Yep. <laughs> like I think another
1: because he's like highest on the queue right now. I think another. The
2: five rounds
1: and when i say queue, not my, my my projections but the draft queue. yeah draft All right, Q. this is this is where you don't want to get auto picked. i'll tell you that much you start getting into the it starts getting punitive now
2: yeah steve's such a good guy he'd probably help you out in this but you're right in a lot of leagues you wouldn't yeah. have that opportunity and you'd just be up the creek so you're right you don't want to you don't want to get auto picked for
1: sure yep there is one closer that nobody wants to take but he's still sitting there right now.
2: I see yeah. a couple. Well, all right. I guess I see one closer. I see a few closers left. I can name them yeah. all if you want. But
1: Yeah, but well, there's one that's there's brand one name that's, closer. That's yeah, there's one that's trademark yes. closer. Yes. We're yes, talking Kenley a, Jansen. That,
2: yes, I was going to say that was a closer like 10 years ago. Yeah. Yes.
1: Paul Spore says he's taken four straight Cardinals. Um, oh, so okay. That,
2: <laughs> <laughs> at least you can just do that on all your teams, Paul. And just you just have to look at one set of box scores.
1: Yeah. It's easy. There you go.
2: Just get up there in the morning, see how the Cardinals did.
1: Man, I'd hate myself to do that, but that's also <laughs> on the Reds. Team, so.
2: Yeah, that would be like a Reds fans' be, worst nightmare. But on
1: the on the flip side, I become one of the best fans in baseball. So there is that.
2: Right. That's true. They they do say they're the best fans of baseball.
1: So Riley Green just went. Um, he I did, I was today years old when I realized that he had Tommy John uh, this past year he's coming back from Tommy John. Did you know that?
2: I did know that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. For some reason that had eluded me.
2: I haven't totally. I don't know. I haven't totally settled on what I think of Riley Green. Like I don't have him ranked that high. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't like fully convinced myself that he's really good for fantasy yet. And I I don't really love the lineup. And I don't really love the park. Um, I don't like the park at all. There goes Kenley Jansen. Um, By the way.
1: And and by the way, I actually think I did know at one point in time, but I had forgotten that note, but I went to go like downgrade my projection a little bit. And then I looked at my projection, like, you know, I think I kind of accounted for that already.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I, like I said, I don't, I don't have green, like with where he just went, but a lot of people do. And some really Mm -hmm. smart fantasy people like do have them. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. Exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it, it, it's I, I, don't, I have Riley Green in a score sheet keeper league and I love that he's a center fielder. So I'm although yeah. he might get pushed to the corner by Parker Meadows someday. Uh but yeah, so I'm holding on to him for sure. I like him, but I don't know if I like him in redraft this year because of that. Cause it's already tougher to hit for power there in Detroit. Yeah. And then when you add coming back from Tommy John, usually we saw with with Harper, it took him two months to start hitting for power. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh Riley Green might not go I might not get him too often in redraft. Uh, Carlos Rodon, Hunter Green, Justin Verlander going a little starting pitching run right now.
2: A little like really risky like interesting exciting starting pitching run, right? Like Who do you really... like the best of those three? Uh Rodon. I take I I think I would go Rodon. What about you? All right.
1: Um Yeah, not Verlander. Uh, I'll say right. that. Um I I'm, I'm scared to death of Verlander this year. Just absolutely right. terrified of him. Yeah. I think he was struggled, super struggled in the playoffs, has the shoulder. I don't know. Zach Geloff just went that, which puts you on the clock. Fred Zinke, yeah. this is your life. You are up.
2: Um, let's see.
1: Are you trying to think about what might stymie me, or are you just going to make it No. Play?
2: Okay. No, I'm just going to pick some guys here. I think I'm just gonna get um uh, I'm gonna take Chaz McCormick.
1: I like Chaz McCormick and I know yeah. Uncle Ted in the chat will love that pick too. Yeah. A possible 2020 guy. Um yeah. in fact.
2: and I only I, had one outfielder, and outfielders actually don't last forever.
1: Twenty two nineteen last year. Like the pick yeah. a lot. All right. I am gonna go yellow here in this draft. I, I I last pick I went with uh Volpe. This time I'm going Marte. Noelve Marte. Come on. Oh, okay. Um, so I I understand the playing time risk here too, but I just love this dude. Love, love, love this dude.
2: Yeah. So you're not buying my theory that he's gonna start the season in the minors?
1: He might. He might. Uh because of the hammy. Um, but yeah.
2: or just because of the crowding.
1: It's possible.
2: Yeah. It's possible. But he might not.
1: Yeah. I also don't love too many third basemen out there. There's one other I like, but uh yeah, we'll see. That might be yeah. uh, its a little risky, but I think it it could be nice, too. Let's but, see. Uh, all right. Logan O'Happy just went. Yeah. We got one more left uh, of this round. I like how we're going here. Making pretty good yeah, time. Yeah, we're making
2: decent time. Yeah. Like an hour and a quarter to get. We're a little past a third of the way. Mm-hmm. no we're yeah we're a little past the third of the way um
1: anytime i see miller i have to look up which miller it is it's Bryce Miller yeah. that i'm just that just went yeah um,
2: the first b miller is going to be bobby and all your drafts yeah. and then bryce
1: i love how we had three miller pitching prospects last year
2: yeah
1: and one and one in mason i have no earthly idea if it's going to work with him being a closer if they're even going to commit to that yeah um so we'll see about that but uh jaron duran just went to start the next round by the way the draft software still loves dvr's team um okay i love dvr's team too yeah just on yeah, merit me too. uh yeah. but even without the the endorsement here um all right i'm on the clock i only have three pitchers hey after going three out of three early ones i didn't get any for a while reckon i might have to do that right now i'm gonna go super old and boring here uh, i'm going merrill kelly this is like I'm oh, getting K's with nice. this. Yep. He, he he's he's very reliable, and I think he is at least and good team, decent ballpark, lots of K's, lots yep. of innings. Go pair him with Seawall; they'll combine and just win games for me. Yep. That's how it's going to work. Going to? Ha- I told him the game plan. You are on.
2: I'm going to take one of your Reds, T.J. Friedl.
1: Yeah. PJ says he does not like that, uh, Noelle Marte pick, um, for what it's worth. Uh, I, you sounded, you're a little skeptical yourself and I, I guess it's the playing time. Is that the concern or the, the, the hamstring? Cause I, I think on pure merit ability, I think he's like off the charts, the best third baseman remaining.
2: Um, well, it, yeah, he is. If, if they're going to play him every day at third base and not play like, and not play Candelario at third base sometimes. Or, yeah. Right.
1: Candelario or will play. I saw an interview with David Bell. Yeah. He reiterated. He's to play him. Candelario him. is going to play. So, yeah. I mean, that is my risk factor there. You're right. Maybe I, maybe it was foolish of me to go this early on him. Could have gone like Jake Berger instead. It's still sitting in my queue. Isak yeah. Paredes is still there, still sitting in my queue and I'm going to need another corner. So maybe I'll go that route eventually there too. But uh, I don't know. I like I like being able to get some speed, power, and possibly average all from one from a third yeah. base spot. I usually, don't get that.
2: Yeah, I think I think he could turn out really good. Um, there's just that that bit of risk attached to him. So, what about mm-hmm. my TJ Friedel pick? Since you're the Reds fan, safe.
1: Uh, pretty much. The uh,
2: so here's field, the thing I off.
1: don't like about Friedel is the stat cat. the, the, the hard hit data is terrible with him. Like he out, his home runs far outpaced his hard hit ball, hard hit and barrels and all that. So that's something I kind of worry about a little bit. Um, Trade off is that you're going to get, you know, you're getting, he's like the only real center fielder on the team. Other guys can stand in center fielder like Fraley or Benson, but they're not really center fielders. Uh, You're getting top of the lineup if it stays in a great lineup in a great ballpark. Well, not great lineup, good lineup in a great ballpark. Yeah. Um, it's not a good road lineup yet, um, but it could be. It could be. Yep. So. Jorge Soler, this is a guy, man, could he have landed in a worse spot? I mean, I know his he can hit it out of Yellowstone Park, but um, I still think that the, and there's a reason why they haven't had a 30 homer hitter since 2004. And it's yeah, not just, and they I, can't spot talent.
2: Yeah. Eric and I talked about him last week, just that the only good thing we could say about it is that. Like in that lineup, he completely fills a need and is going to play all the time. Yeah. Right. So that's the only reason it's an okay landing spot for him. It's not a good landing spot, obviously, as far as the park and the lineup's not great and everything else. But at least it's not crowded at all.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, Luis
2: has lasted a long time. He just went halfway through round eleven. Uh, yeah. On value, I had him ranked. Uh, I think it's my highest ranked remaining guy. So. Well, any he
1: fit—he would have fit your team so well because you have Alonzo or anybody that drafted yeah. Schwarber. I mean, he—he's yeah. a perfect pairing with that, except he doesn't run. I mean, yeah. not enough to you know, you know, he—he's a batting average pairing. But yeah. my problem with Arias is he's like a—he's essentially a two-two category player.
2: That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really want to, for the same reason I don't want. Max Muncy or Kyle Schwarber. I don't really want Arias. Um, yeah. Not with the picky. I would be happy to take someone like Arias late. Like I think a Jeff McNeil is like a super cheap Arias. Hits for mm-hmm. average usually. Uh, but Jeff McNeil you can get in a late round. And then you're just putting him in your last lineup spots and whatever. But yeah, I don't really love the idea of taking someone with no power and no speed. Uh, right. And
1: even the runs. Way. But my because Miami's that- lineup is just meh. Yeah. You no, know, you're not getting all the yep. benefit from that. Um, no, it's that true. I, yep. I would normally think. I mean, I mean, there's no doubting that he the hit tool is awesome and he he's going to hit 300. Uh, yep. He also stayed healthier last year than he usually does, too. Um, I could be wrong on him. I think he's he's one of those probably players that I probably don't appreciate his skills. But from a fantasy perspective, it doesn't always fit.
2: Yeah. No, that's that's a good way to say it. Yeah. Yeah. He, I also think when I was writing that safest players article, um, he was in it too, because I said, uh, he is one of the safest players. Like when you draft him, all you're looking for is an elite batting average Mm -hmm. and some runs scored and you're going to get that.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like,
2: like, like when you look at his batted ball profile, like he's going to hit for a high average, like you're going to get what you wanted. It's just, you're not going to get anything else Like you're not going to, he's not going to suddenly hit 25 home runs this year or steal 20 bases. That's that's not going to happen. So he's actually one of the safest picks you can make. You pick him, you're going to get, you're going to get what you asked for. You want an elite batting average and that's about it. And you're going to get that. So he's super safe. I just don't really want what he offers.
1: Yeah. Fair enough.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, By the way,
1: we're not going to stay on for the all 30 rounds of this draft. (laughs) Um, I think you did advertise that
2: at the beginning. And I was like, wait a minute, Jeff, are we really going to do that?
1: No, I think we'll probably stick around to the two hour mark, maybe sure. something around that range. Yeah. Because um, let's face it, uh, there are there are marathon podcasts out there. I don't want to diminish the work that like Robert yeah. Pietro does. I mean, it's fantastic. He did a four hour one that I did listen to every single bit of it because they had great, great guests and all that. I just yeah. I don't think I want to talk for four hours. I do. I talk enough as it is. Um,
2: it's true, actually. You and you and you talk a lot like you are on you are on a lot of talking things. So I can see how sometimes by the time we get to our pot, even just get to start our podcast, you've already done a lot of talking.
1: Yeah. At least now, if we're doing a night podcast, my radio shows on during the day, finally. So I got a little, yeah. a little spacing okay. out.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But Hey, again, it, it, I'm not, I'm not grinding away in the salt mills here. I mean, I'm talking about fantasy sports for a living still. Yes, so <laughs> um, I want to make sure I'm not uh, complaining. It doesn't sound like I'm complaining about this. I'm just saying I talk a lot. That's all. Uh, Chris sale finally went. 11 14.
2: I, I was looking at Chris Sale. He was like pretty high in my queue coming back. Um, if he had still been available, um, do you know who's interesting actually? Since we're getting since we just have a bit of time left and I picked before you, is uh, nobody's taking Christian and Carnassian Strand. I'm aware of that. He's like, he's one, of the <laughs> ranked, yeah, he's one of the higher ranked guys left. I'm not saying I'm gonna take him, but. Well, the, I think it's the same thing. I think we all look at him and we're like, "Hey, this guy could be could be like a really great pick." Or, I mean, he's actually someone where when you go to the depth charts page at Fangraphs, he's not starting. He's not listed yeah. as a starter right now.
1: And, and same with MLB Network too. And even Brian Kenny even said something like, "If that if the candle he goes, I get the Candle signing kind of, but if that means Encarnacion Strand's not playing, that's not right." Um, so other people are aware of that too. Um, so I get it uh i i would be very angry if Marte and strand are sitting uh I, right. I think they got you know it's india is the guy that i think is the inflection point or maybe steer loses some too uh and obviously ellie is is a concern also you know mclean's yeah. got the oblique all of a sudden you know yeah. <laughs> it's never bad to have depth i will there say that.
2: that whole like yeah as nando defino always says these things have a way of sorting themselves out Yes, right
1: yes so. Erod finally breaks Paul's uh, cl- uh, cardinal run. He did take another cardinal. He took Tommy Edmond, too. Yeah, he did. Um, <laughs> and then he took Eduardo. Rodriguez. I was just actually I was just looking to enough.
2: see, like, could he have taken another cardinal? Is there another yeah. cardinal? I don't have another cardinal, I guess, near the top of my I was looking more at a starting pitcher because just because he took a starting pitcher. I don't have any other cardinal starters like right near the top of my list.
1: Oh, come on. You have Lance Lynn just queued up. Don't lie.
2: <laughs>
1: Friends no, don't lie.
2: Pretty far. He's pretty far down the list.
1: Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um,
2: Anyways, to... yeah, and Karnassian's Trans interesting just because like, if we knew he was going to play 150 games, he'd be long gone by now, but we don't. We don't know if he's going to play 150 or if he's going to play 100. Mm-hmm. Or if he's going to go to the minors. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen, but it could. Like, There's just such a wide range of possibilities with him.
1: There are. There yeah. absolutely are.
2: Yeah, so sorry to bring him up if you were going to
1: sorry yeah there you go no it's okay um i yeah he he, i mean you can bring him up all you want it's fine uh we're open we're open but i gotta
2: guess that not that many of our fellow drafters are listening right now and
1: paul is we know that
2: paul's Um, picked so he's good plus he can't take a cardinal or sorry a red after he's taken all these cardinals
1: yeah Yep. He goes, Paul was this close to taking newt bar for memes. I love it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love it there.
1: Uh, Eric Alterman says, what are the odds that at least one red is hurt all season? There's never an issue. Yeah.
2: Pretty good. Not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. And it is true. The way that the reds can move around, I was trying to think, yeah, mostly they can cover any injury. Mm-hmm. They're like a fantasy team with a bunch of multi-position, right? With a bunch of multi-position players.
1: Yeah, they are. They are. Um, and you know, they already moved steer to the outfield. They already did that a little bit. Um, no, yeah. so they can do that a little bit there. Yeah. Um, there, yeah. Question by Adam, uh, said, how many outfield are you starting here? Bloom, Ryan Bloomfield, Jenny, and I all have just one outfielder so far. Oh, wow. I'm aware of that. Um, <laughs> start five just for the record. Um, I,
2: I did, I double tapped outfielders on my last turn just cause I was starting to feel like, like maybe I needed some.
1: If I don't take Encarnacion Strand, it's because of
2: the, my lack of outfielders, because you maybe outfielders. because I need more pitchers too. Right, like you need everything. That's just the it's problem. Uh, you know what? This is the point in a draft. Th- this is the point in the draft where you start looking at your team and being like, "I got so many holes." that you have to remind yourself, we still have like 18 more rounds. I know. <laughs> like I'll, fi- I'll 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 fill them. But this is the part of the draft where I start looking and I'm like, "Man, I needed more outfielders." Wait, I don't have a third baseman. Like I don't have any catchers. Like there's yeah. just.
1: Yeah, to that, to your cool. point, like Gabriel Moreno just went. I love Gabriel Moreno. I'm like, oh no, I lost Gabriel. Yeah. No, I just, I, I can't take everybody I love, you yeah. know. And I got, I have. There are other draft. This is why you play multiple leagues. So you don't lose out on all these yeah, guys. So you can get all these guys. I, I really like Gabriel Moreno a lot. I think some power kicks in with him this year. Yeah. I already have drafted him in other leagues. So in the case of Moreno, I'm I, it, it bums me out that I didn't get him. But though there are others. And we'll move on.
2: Yeah. It is coming up on me. I think we're both thinking do we want Incarnation Strand or not? I have someone someone else who I really want.
1: It's among the calculus of my choices there. I'll say that much. Um, I have others that I've been queuing up. It's about and that's just the thing. We're also starting to get to the point where not things aren't are becoming less reachy, if you will.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's a good way to put it.
1: Yeah. I have an outfielder. Trevor
2: Story just went. That's an interesting one.
1: Oh, yeah. Another, you know, did you realize how much he ran when he came back?
2: Yes. Yeah. didn't yes, hit. I, yes. So I have a theory. Since okay. now we're almost two hours into a podcast or an hour and a half or something into a podcast. This is where I bring up the really good stuff. Um, I have a theory that sometimes players, when they're not hitting, maybe this isn't that legendary of a theory, but players... When they're slumping hitting, they steal more bases. Marcus Simeon did this a couple of years ago at the beginning of the year. He yeah. was totally underachieving for the Rangers, and but every but he would steal a bunch of bases. Like he's just trying to find any way to contribute.
3: Yep. So
2: there's my theory in a nutshell. I just think sometimes players like Story who can steal bases when they're not hitting, they steal more bases or or a base they steal a base you know every chance they can because they're just trying to bring something to the table, and then. Yep. And then when the hitting comes back, maybe they slow down a little on the steals because because they don't need to do that. But I remember Simeon doing that. So it was two years ago, right? His first season with the Rangers. Yeah,
3: uh, he
1: really struggled right out of the out of the gate. Yeah,
2: struggled right out of the gate, and everyone was on him that this was like it had been a bad signing, and he overachieved for a season in Toronto and all these things, and then and then he just started. And he but the only thing he was doing was stealing bases every chance he got, and then scoring some runs because he was hitting leadoff for them. Yeah.
1: So. Why Langford just went. Uh, oh, I, I wanted to be able to say to on why my on my team all a lot, but uh, yeah. did you ever watch Ozark?
2: Um, uh, I sure did. It's a great show. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: what I was going for there. Just yeah. when you have to explain what you're going for, it's probably not good to do that. But uh, you
2: know, no, it. I think you nailed it. All right. Good. I think you were really good. Um, <laughs> I, he was starting to get on my radar. Yeah. yeah.
1: So who's DVR going to snipe from you this time?
2: Well, if he's listening to this podcast, I guess he'll snipe Encarnacion Strand.
1: Okay. Well, at least I know I'm not we'll getting see. him.
2: We'll see. who's going to All stay. Right. No, I'm just saying that's the guy we've talked about. Oh, okay. We haven't talked it. about We haven't talked about the other guy who I'm thinking of taking. Yeah.
1: Oh. do we have the dramatic pause cuz he's doing a radio hit right now too. Oh, really? <laughs> the, uh, yeah, so you're just going to be hovering waiting there Saw ah! in the chat room in the draft room there that uh, they're doing a DVRs on the radio right now. So Yes. Um good time to take stock and what you have. Hey, I still yeah. have one outfielder, who knew? Um <laughs> I, I I will be taking some soon. I may not this pick though. We'll see. Feel I like I've see. got a decent base of hitters. So, even though I don't have a lot of outfielders, I do have hitters. Now, granted, if if Marte does play less than I th- Expected that I'm going to have to adjust. I I will say I'll probably I will be drafting another middle eligible guy at some point in time just to cover that up. Just or I mean yeah right. corner eligible guy excuse me to cover that up. Probably even a third base eligible guy uh, for my corner and then another corner later on too. So we'll see. Yep. What if I get both uh, Marte and Encarnacion Strand and they both get sent down? Hilar- will hilarity ensue?
2: <laughs> yeah, actually that's an interesting point. If you take Encarnacion Strand and Marte. Knowing Candelario is going to play. Like how, how can that, well, it
1: can't I have a voodoo doll. I'd be yeah, like, yeah, there's
2: ways, like you said, De La Cruz stinks and <laughs> he gets sent down or McLean's hurt or something. But um, yeah, but the, the, the competition, the most obvious competition of Candelario is playing is between Marte Martin and Encarnacion strand. Yeah. So,
1: well, they already said uh, that, that Encarnacion strand is, is likely to start, is the starter at first base for the most part uh so So, sorry
2: where's candelario play
1: probably third or dh
2: dh so jonathan india doesn't play
1: well they're talking about maybe even india playing some outfield too but he's coming back from uh he had had a setback with his foot this offseason too right um yeah so uh there you go um for whatever it's yeah i i that's the thing. Do I really want to invest in both of those guys knowing I'm probably going to get frustrated with Candelario? I mean, but I just, I, I here's the thing you miss out on skills sometimes when you worry about role. Right. How many times have we seen it where, Oh, you know, know, the, the canonical example is how is Mike Trout going to play? He's got Vernon Wells and Bobby Abreu and three other outfielders in front of him.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Um,
2: he made it work. Somehow made it work.
1: I think you still sometimes take the skills um, yeah. and it, it's scary. It's uncomfortable. Uh, but yeah. Then again, Candelero got paid. That's the difference. He just got paid. So he is going to play and he's not terrible. I mean, that's the other thing too. It's not like Candelero is some scrub that's just blocking. I mean, he's a good player. Not maybe not, not great, but he's good.
2: Derek took Reese Hoskins. Okay. I am not taking on Carnassian Strand. I'm pretty excited, actually, about that pick. I took Michael King.
1: Oh, that was my highest pitcher in my school.
3: <laughs> His it or
2: projected not. numbers are really good. I know that he may not reach them, and there's a limited sample size on him as a starter, but for me not having taken like a high-end ace,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, there's another guy who just like really could, could exceed expectations.
1: Yeah. I am going to do something that's going to make the chat room happy. I think okay. I'm going to take a raise starting pitcher. Oh, that's fine. Ryan Peppio, come on down. Oh, that's good. Yeah. In raise. We trust. There uh, are
2: a lot of Rays starting pitchers who will go here in the next few rounds. I took him
1: in another, uh, the other draft, the other, uh, on, su- on Sunday okay. as well. So, um, yeah, I might, I, I could still go back to that, but, uh, Meanwhile, Alec louder than a boom just went to Doctor Roto. Yeah,
2: he was actually in my queue as one of my okay I a half a dozen guys in the queue.
1: Okay, fair. Yeah, and Sporer is un- angry. You don't. You wouldn't like Sporer angry.
2: <laughs> you wouldn't like Paul when he's angry.
1: Yes. Um, no, I I needed pitching. I only had four pitchers at that point, so I needed right. another one, and I, I think he's good. Um, yeah. So Kiebert Ruiz just yeah. went.
2: He was in my queue too,
1: actually. And then Brian Woo. Brian Woo
2: just went. I always get him and Bryce Miller, not mixed up at all, but just like I always lump them in together.
1: Brian and Bryce. Sure. Why not?
2: Yeah. Ah. Bryce Miller. Wait. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. you're back up.
1: Bryce. Uh, uh, yeah, Brian Woo and Bryce.
2: That's Brian right. Woo and Bryce Miller. Yeah. yeah. I always That's just lump them up. in together. Yes.
1: All right. Uh, I do take both. Marte and Strand. I do. You're gonna do it. I did it. You did it. I went and there did it. Go. I did it in a minute.
2: Oh, there you go. If you hadn't have done it, if you hadn't taken them, then I would have.
1: Okay. He wasn't coming back to me, and I knew I knew that. Just yeah. So there you go. You know, the funny thing is, Spores. Yeah, he's gonna get. Uh, he he could still get his guy. He could still get and uh, Lars Bar. We can. What can I do to get a Lars Newt bar today? <laughs> You're up, by the way. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm expecting you.
2: No, that's okay. I'm just actually just needed a minute to get rid of the disappointment of not getting Carnassian strand. Okay, I really, but, wanted well, him, but I really wanted, but I really wanted Michael King too. So, yeah. anyways, I'll and get. You weren't getting camera. both.
1: I will tell you, you were not getting both. You were getting no, one I or don't. the other.
2: I looked at, so I looked at. You could use. You needed another pitcher, probably. So I knew you yep. were probably taking a picture, and then Doctor Roto needed a, a pitcher for sure he took woo so mm-hmm. i was like and i thought there was even a chance that dr roto might even take two pitchers so i thought you know i probably and michael king was when i looked in the pitcher queue like the default pitcher queue everybody above michael king is like bradish ryan presley who's no longer a closer like guys mm-hmm. who realistically you guys weren't going to take so yeah anyway so i took him so anyway so i took mitch garver instead um Anyways, Mitch Garver hits for power. Well, he hits for average. This we'll see. And they're talking about DH'ing him, which actually opens up an awesome, uh, an opportunity for him to play more. Yeah. Than some catchers would. We'll see. Like if he's hitting, he could be their DH. Yeah,
1: he could. He could very well. Yeah. Uh I think he expect him to. I just I hate the ballpark. Um I, I yeah. don't mind Garver's skills. Yeah. I think no, fine. I don't like the
2: ballpark either. Uh yeah, yeah I get that part. Um what was I going to say? Uh, now, for you to finish this whole thing off, I think you still need to take Candelario, since we keep talking about him, <laughs> and maybe India, but at least <laughs> one more of them. Why not?
1: Go crazy, folks! Yeah, um, I will need another third base eligible player at some point in my life, but in yeah. this league, but uh, it'll be a while. Christopher Morel just went at thirteen point seven. Yeah, with Cody Bellinger not signed, Morel is possibly getting more playing time i've even seen that he might play some third base because they didn't go after matt chapman um matt chapman still being a free agent out there morell is not third base eligible right now as a third baseman he's a good dh he is not a good defensive player uh but that doesn't matter as long as he's playing right i mean it does matter it helps you get playing time but right now the cubs don't appear to be signing bellinger or chapman so that could just be that morell gets that playing time and if he gets the playing time you got power speed in the thirteenth round. You don't get average, but and that's that's the whole point why he's available now.
2: Yeah. No, I think uh, I thought I think he's a really ex- interesting pick at this point in the draft. Yeah. Yeah. Very like. Yeah, like you said, like he. Oh, there goes Max Muncy. Okay. So before I leave, Morrell, like, yeah, he's a, like uh, Rudy took him. I think he's really smart. I think if I think Morrell's going to play, and I think he's going to be a fine pick, but I do think there's breakout potential there that mm-hmm. he plays more than we think and ends up being a really great pick. Um. Anyways, Max Muncy just went he was sitting around my list after you took Encarnacion strand as my yeah. highest ranked guy, but I just didn't have it in me. Right. Uh, I didn't have it in me to take a batting average. <laughs> Excuse me. It was, it was the same thing as, uh, as Schwarber. I didn't have it in me to take that batting average sink, even though I took Mitch Garver as a catcher, who's not great for average, but it's a little different taking a catcher. Who's right. Who's not great for average than taking, uh, you know, someone at another position. Right. Like, like, you know, your catcher is going to hurt your average. Prob- probably, probably going to hurt your average. Right. Uh, Robert Stevenson just went. That's like fairly aggressive. Good for Zach. He could totally be their closer.
1: They've kind of said, though, like there was a January update saying that it's going to be a Stevis first. But
2: Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, for sure. But,
1: I usually see. But yet Stevenson goes ahead of the Steves in every single draft. Um, yeah, and, I think
2: not many people still believe in Estevas.
1: Well, it's because Stevenson was so good, but yeah. he could be the new Octavio dotel where everybody yeah. thinks he should close, but he doesn't necessarily cause the manager yeah. doesn't see it that way.
2: Yeah, exactly. So that may, so that may totally happen, but so that's why I feel like the pick by Zach is like maybe a little aggressive, but, um, it's
1: 13th round though. I mean, but I get
2: it. Yeah. For sure.
1: we're, we're beyond like the safe closers. There are no safe closers anymore. It's all speculative. I closers do see, yeah. I'm see shares. a
2: couple of guys left who I think, I think are the leading candidates. Have been announced I leading. see leading
1: candidates, but I don't or see. Who
2: last. Okay. I'll just say it since I have two closers. Alex Lang is still there. Yes. For example. Yes. Um, who actually is, I think is the tiger's closer.
1: I think so with an asterisk, but and I don't know, know what Jose Alvarado is,
2: is, but Jose Alvarado might be the Phillies closer maybe more so than Stevenson right now, but I don't think
1: think so. But it's funny. Ryan roof likes Keckering better, um, which is interesting to me. I like, I I mean, but the point is the Phillies have not had one set closer for like three years running now. Yeah, I mean, it could be, and I think they, I think it'll be a share.
2: Yeah, no, you're probably right.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So anyways, so I guess maybe it's just, maybe I'm just, maybe it's just Alex Lang and Alex Lang and Alex Lang's not a great pitcher.
1: No, he's not. Hey, Paul did get par after all. Uh, I love there you it. Go. It's the story. He He's drafting for this story. I love it. This is amazing. a boy. Um, And then uh, Christopher Sanchez. Now, that this is one I kind of missed the boat on in XFL. I had him on my team and I was just doing a kind of a, a rebuild of my team. And Doug Dennis, sneaky guy that he is, kind of snuck him in as okay. part of a throw-in and a deal there and then kept him I'm like uh, I probably should have just <laughs> held on to him uh so that that was shame on me but because yeah the k's are there it's he's interesting on yep. in the far as strikeouts go
2: for sure yeah uh Luis Camposano just went uh, in round 14 he had re- like really good second half to yep. last season and has a clear path to playing time so as far as like catchers when you get past the like the the really set in stone catchers, Uh, Mm -hmm. he's a pretty good option
1: yeah i i think you're probably right about that i i like him i don't i worry about the team context dragging him down both ballpark and if he's batting eighth in that lineup which is a crappy bottom part half of the lineup he may not get that many rbi or runs so that's the one thing i worry about a little bit but i think capistano Capistano is this is the year basically
2: yeah yeah Yeah, for sure there goes dalton varsho Yeah. So I think,
1: by the way, programming note for those of you listening, sorry to interrupt, but uh, we'll do our next two picks and then we'll sign off after that. So uh, meanwhile, I'm going to post the link to the uh, draft board in the chat for those people. uh, When we sign off, they can continue to follow along. Um, But if they haven't already gotten the link already, but uh, it is right here as far as that one goes. And I've been request nudge the board down. Yes, I will do so. Thank you for that nudge. Appreciate you, sure. Jeremy Pena. That's a guy who's fallen this year
2: for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like the people are maybe already bored with Jeremy Pena. Yeah, it happened quickly. So he, he's still okay.
1: PJ says that Jose Leclerc looks like the unquestioned closer in Texas. I think because no. they signed David Robertson, hey, he just went. You know, it's
2: Scott just yeah. took him. I'm afraid he said that.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's questioned um i, I think, think they just questions. i think
2: the rangers just said today that they're not ready to name a close yet now he i i still i agree he's the favorite
1: yeah i, but agree I think the rangers
2: too. just said i think the rangers just said today that they're not sure right you know who they're gonna name as their closer. i think leclerc
1: is the leading candidate Yeah, probably the best bit to get the most saves there but i mean i don't necessarily trust him to keep the job if even yeah. if he is it begins the year with it yeah um there's a team fun pick, by the way, with Nick Lodolo going to Ray Flowers. Cl- yes. Plenty of risk, but plenty yep. of upside, too.
2: Yep. <coughs> yeah, it was one of my higher ranked uh-huh. uh, pitchers left. Good. I will say there's a player that I'm really hoping for for my last pick before we sign off. Okay,
1: good. Yeah. If I Make get him, a good one, strap.
2: In a few picks, I'll, I don't know. He's not like my guy this year, the guy I'm about to pick, but I would be pretty happy if I get him. Okay. For some reason, so I as I said, this was my first draft of the year. So um, like I'm pretty comfortable with my rankings and I've spent a lot of time on ADP and things like that. What I've really noticed today is there's a lot of second basemen that I like this year.
1: It's good and to know pretty, these things.
2: Usually not a position that I really like. And there were plenty of first basemen. I only have one so far, Alonso, but there were plenty of picks where I could have taken um, I could have taken another. Uh, first baseman so throughout the draft yeah there were a fair amount of second baseman a fair amount of first baseman
1: yeah i'd agree with uh, that i'm surprised yeah. that um i I'm surprised that second base being as comfortable as i was waiting and yet i <clears throat> I, I still took one early um so right. i the last two i've i've gone and take i've went and taken um semi i just love Semyon. i think he's just so yeah. so so solid yep, um uh, sure. and I'm probably going to keep taking if they give them to me at 33, 35, 32 that range. I'm going to take them a lot still.
2: Yeah, for sure. The only thing with Semyon is that he's played so many games the last few years that what we've come to expect from him is what he produces over 162 games. Mm -hmm. So, like, like just the odds of anyone playing like continuing to do that, Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I know it cuts both ways. You can be like, well, he's also the most durable play. He's the most, he is the most durable player in baseball in the last few years. Um, So, but we've seen this with other guys before, like they're durable until they're not. Remember Hunter Pence? Like, like, yeah, he played.
1: Let's made that point all the time on the radio. He hated the accumulators. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, Nick Markakis was an accumulator until he wasn't.
2: Yeah. So, but I think it's okay. I think you just, Like when I projected Simeon for this year, I projected him more for like 150 games. He's a super durable player. Like he'll, like I feel really safe drafting him. But I didn't project what I thought he could do over 162 games, just because Mm -hmm. I think it's foolish to expect 162 games out of anybody, for sure, or 160, for example, anything like that. So, um, one more pick, DVR. Are you gonna steal my pick? The last time before
1: Alan Harrison just. Hit me where it hurts. I like Gavin Williams a yeah,
2: lot. Yeah, Gavin Williams was—he wasn't gonna be my pick, but he—he was—he was up there for me.
1: Yeah, Um, yeah. I—I I wasn't gonna be my pick either. At least the first pick, but Tyler Stevenson just went. We're on a Stevenson run.
2: Not my guy. So All I right, we'll take the guy who I was kind of excited to take.
1: Guy behind the guy, maybe, but James Outman. Oh, I'm kind of excited with him at this point. In the draft. No, I he's, dude. That that.
2: Just I, as far as like, I feel like my team's pretty balanced actually so far, and he's just kind of like a 20-20ish guy, maybe a little more than 20 homers, a little less than 20 steals. But let's hope just... he
1: doesn't live up to his name uh, yes. for your
2: sake. Uh, but... <laughs> Couldn't resist the pun yeah well it was but easy. anyways i don't think he's like some earth shattering pick or anything but i loved how the dodgers stuck with him last year there mm-hmm. you go you took alex lang i talked to you the i
1: was he was the top of my queue the whole time i just didn't okay. say anything because oh just playing coy. <laughs> big brain big brain here yeah not that you were gonna take him but you know the the, the stealth listeners um, Yeah. You know, we know spore is listening but is anybody else listening um so we'll see about that uh yeah, no no Jackson Holiday yet. Nobody has taken him. Uh, that was asked in the forum there. Nope, he has not been taken yet. So Jackson Holiday remains right. out there, hovering like an angel. I won't Maybe be taking I him. But
2: that would be, that's an interesting. One. Maybe I he's should. very interesting.
1: I just had three corners. I mean, three middles already, so I'm not going to be right. taking him right at this point in time. Uh, but I think, do you think Jackson Holiday makes the team out of spring training?
2: Um, no. You?
1: I think he might. I, I think if he tears it up, the fact that they're having him take reps at second base. Yeah. I think he might. Jose Alvarado just... goes. So that, that's a little challenge laying versus uh, Alvarado. Yeah. As far as that goes. Yeah. Now it's various Padres and Royals and Marlins. Hey, ha- hang- no, not I Marlins, want to see though.
2: where I have holiday on my remaining list, but not in a spot where I would take him. Really. I yeah. never get those guys though. I'm so boring. I never end up with those guys.
1: I got a couple of fun guys already. Um, yeah. So I'm probably going to go less fun. Uh, I'm going to go, although I think this guy's kind of fun. He was considered fun last year and then was kind of like, eh, but I'm going to go, uh, Yoshida here. I need outfielders and he does a little something to everything, including hitting for average. I oh yeah. Think I think that's ready. a good one.
2: Yeah. He was one of my higher ranked, yeah. uh, higher ranked guys left.
1: And this is the last pick before we sign off.
2: Yeah. I don't really have a good, good feel for this one actually. Okay. Um, Let's see. Uh, Oh, this pick is really, might be really boring. Um, Actually, I don't like that guy. That's kind of crowded. That infield. How much time do I have left? 26 seconds. Not that I'm stressing or anything. Um, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes, Paul, we are are I'll
2: take Andrew Vaughn. I'm not really that excited about that pick, but
1: yeah, finished um, it with a dud. Yeah, um, the crowd is not going to go wild for that, but yeah, he, he's uh, it's okay. He's, he's playing. He,
2: that's it. He's playing. Like their team sucks. He's playing every day. He's probably going to hit in a fairly good spot in the lineup. He's he's not that old. Like he still could, like he still could take another step forward. He was supposed to be better than this, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like Andrew Vaughn was supposed. To, he was supposed
2: been... to be really good. He's twenty, turning twenty six, right around opening day. He's been like a 750 OPS guy the last couple of years. Like, like you said, it's cromulent. He's going to, if he doesn't do anything different, he probably does what he did last year, about 20 homers and 80 RBIs in the middle of a boring lineup.
3: Yeah, exactly. And
2: maybe at 26, maybe he figures it out. And because like I said, he, it's always stuck in my head that he was supposed to be um, much better than this.
1: I think they're just going to leave him alone at first base now too. Yeah. Um, no more of this stupid experiment with him in the outfield because we have somebody else there and yeah. all that sort of things. The worst thing you can do is move a prospect around constantly. Um, yeah. have him play out of position. Yet it happens all the time. Yeah. Um, Nick Senzel's nodding his head furiously in agreement right now. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. it happens all the time. All right. All right. We have done two hours of this uh, we appreciate all the chatter we've had so much good chatter in the chat room here sure. for everybody that's been live streaming with us if you've been listening if you're listening after the fact we appreciate you doing that too especially a two-hour podcast of a live draft uh, again you can check out the board um, I, I'll post it uh, one more time in the chat room uh, at RT RT RTSports, uh, rtsports.com slash labor dash mixed dash draft uh, and follow along with the rest of this draft or check out the draft board after the fact thanks everybody for listening thanks to fan tracks for their sponsorship thank you for uh to all, the, all the good chatter and fred thanks for uh sharing your thoughts while we were doing this this was fun
2: yeah really fun maybe we can uh recap it a little bit at the start next week
1: absolutely and i got jenny butler on thursday to recap her side of this draft okay. as well drafting Love out of it. the 14 spot so looking forward to that
2: I'll thanks everybody
3: for ch- yeah it's gonna be super yeah. fun thanks everybody for listening take care